As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. Seven fifty-five is real with David O'Brien and Eric O'Flaherty. Welcome back to 755 is Real. I'm David O'Brien, Braves writer for The Athletic. I'm with my regular co-host, Eric O'Flaherty, former Braves reliever. Eric, what's up? Nada. How you doing, Dave? Good. We got a special guest uh, via satellite from halfway around the world or <laughs> further than halfway around the world. Peter Moylan is with us from... What, Australia? Sydney? Where are you, where are you in Australia? <laughs> Downtown Sydney, Australia, the Hilton Hotel. My birthday's tomorrow. If anybody wants to send me any gifts, it's room 3222. You can't get to me. So just come on, bring it. Day 11. Is day 11, day 11. of your 14-day quarantine? And yes, I, I'm sir. sure most of you are probably familiar with what Pete is doing. But he is quarantining for uh, to be a coach in the Australian Winter League Baseball. So he has to do everybody goes in Australia. Pete has to do what a 14 day quarantine, regardless why you're yep, going I there? think, I, I think there's a couple of exemptions, maybe medical exemptions, but yeah, legitimately everybody that enters the country has to spend 14 days quarantining and, and get two negative COVID tests over that period. And you've done your two tests already. I have, I have done my, my two. It's bad. Like I, I look at the videos of people getting tested in the States and it's kind of like a, just a quick and then they're done. Whereas, my COVID tests were down my throat and then with the same the same cotton swab up my nostril for five seconds and then up my other nostril for five seconds and then they take that and then they test you. So it's uh-huh. it's not comfortable at all. It's 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 like tears coming out of your eyes, you're gagging, it's it's bad. How long does it so take they got- to get the results? Say that again. How long does it take to get the results? Uh, they, they said if you don't hear from us, it's a good thing, um, but it's normally back within 48 hours. So they did the swab. Usually it's just they have to go up, up one or two of the nostrils, but they did both with you. They went down the throat as well. Yeah, yeah. They, so they, they want to make sure that load. they – Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and look, if I'm honest, when you look at the results, I mean, we haven't had a new COVID um, case here in Melbourne for a month. Not one. Wow. So – it's obviously working. They found something that works. And I, I, I think it's obviously a little bit too late to go this route in America, but I'm, I'm uh, glad that 
I'm glad that and I'm going to be free in a couple of uh, a couple of days. Yeah, you won't have to wear. So, can you just go to this? You don't have to wear a mask at all. So in Sydney, they've got no restrictions on masks at all. You still see people that are that are wearing them. Um, Melbourne have a. I think when you're inside um, and in close proximity and unable to social distance, they want you to wear a mask. But I think that's going to end here in a couple of days too. They have to get to training. Uh, 15, 20 minutes early so that they can do temperature checks and, and all that sort of stuff at training. Um, so they're just being really, really cautious over here. So, you, so they haven't had one case in a month in Australia or Sydney? One new case. So there's been cases of people that have flown into the country that have got tested right. and, and received a positive test, but they don't, they're not allowed out of the hotel. So they will go to mm-hmm. another hotel, which is a COVID-positive hotel. Wow. And then from there, they have to then start the 14 days over again. So they have to have two clean tests before they're able to leave the hotel. Man, how'd you like to be an employee of the hotel and be assigned to the COVID hotel? <laughs> You're like wearing a hazmat suit to deliver food? I just, I'm telling you right now that the person that swabbed me yesterday was not wearing, like they had the full gear on. Uh-huh. But he had military boots on. So I'm thinking that they're, they're just sort of having guys just like, hey, we're just going to shove this up your nose and see. I don't think they're qualified. I'm sure they've had a little bit of training. I don't think it's that hard. They're, they're, they're right. letting people right. do self-exams now. So right. um, it's working. I think, yeah, and it's, it's working. But, um, yeah, we had, uh, we had one guy, I'm not going to say their name, uh, but we had one guy test positive um, – who we're bringing out. So he's been shifted to the COVID positive hotel, but they, the government's offering 85 grand. If you want to work in a COVID positive hotel, 85 grand a year. No kidding. Hmm. Well, I'm being told that since we started this conversation about COVID, there have been 87,000 new cases in the United States. So we're we're just right behind you. (laughs) You you look at you. You're just, you're, you're, you're seconds away from being COVID. Yeah. Yeah. We're turning it around here, man. That's for sure. (laughs) Plus you guys are going into winter, whereas it's going into summer over here. Oh yeah. And the Steelers have been, their game has been postponed for the 17th time. So, Oh, that's really going to, that's really going to play a Super Bowl in June. I think they're going to play a Super Bowl in June at this rate. Do you think they're going to get there? I don't think they make it at Christmas. I don't know, man. It's falling apart. Baseball looks more ball. and more. How baseball and the NBA pulled it off is looking more uh, commendable at all times, man. With football, but a how disaster. can you do? How can you possibly think about doing an NFL bubble with eight hundred people you and everything? Can't. Like it, there's too many people. You'd have to. You'd have you to can't. rent out a state. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's 53 players. There's there's like a dozen coaches, a dozen training staff. Front, I mean, there's so many people involved. Right. And multiply it, say, 100 people times however many – how many in the playoffs this year? If, uh, they added three. Everyone. Is that which? Yeah, half the teams. I mean, you're talking about 1,500 people or so. <laughs> how yeah. does it work with team doctors and stuff like that? You know how they fly in, fly out, and majority of the time they have their practices to run during the week and then they go visit. Like, yeah. Are they – are they still like? There's no bubble. Is, the NFL teams are not in a bubble, so right. which is why they're being, having guys all the time, like the entire Broncos quarterback staff, all four of them. Right, but what <laughs> happens when they leave the facilities? Are they free to do whatever they want, or yeah, are they supposed to yeah, just go just straight like, home and then? No, just like baseball was during the season when at home, you know, they were just told, you know, try to keep it straight to the ballpark and all that, and right. wear your mask and right. all that. But football, it's. It's a lot more guys, and I think they're a lot. It is a lot more guys. More inclined to not follow the rules or whatever, and and it's a contact sport. I mean, they're literally breathing on each other 
throughout the game. You know, you get tackled, yeah. you're in somebody's face and sweat. I just yeah. never thought it was going to work in football. I'm surprised it got this far so far, but college, it hasn't college. Then you got that combined with being on campus and colleges, yeah. they're a Petri dish, you know, all the cases. And that's in college what, that's towns the, have, and uh, it's just such a, it's just a, such a shit situation because you don't go to college and become a college athlete to sit in your hotel room <laughs> yeah. or sit in your, sit in your dorm room. It's a room. bad like, mix. Bad mix. Bad, yeah. You don't go don't to know. college to sit in your dorm room. You know what I mean? I'm glad exactly. I'm not a college student right now. That would really suck to have to stay at home and then, yeah. Of My daughter was supposed to start, a lot worse to start die year one from. this year. Mm. So she's doing digital learning from home. How do you have a, a daughter in college? I have a daughter <laughs> who's college age and a daughter in grade one. <laughs> well, Pete had like friend. a life. Bef- he had a life before baseball, right? Pete yeah. had a first life, and then. <laughs> Funny you say that. I'm actually in the in the process. One thing I have been doing while I'm in quarantine is talking to a ghostwriter. Um, so it's been no fun kidding. to been fun to to look back on the the pre the pre big league journey and obviously what happened while I was up there but um, so you're doing yeah, a book Pete uh, you skipped me you didn't invite I, me I, I don't thanks a lot man appreciate that who's doing your thing? what do you mean who's ghostwriting who's ghostwriting for you I can't tell you Pete's, that Bowman. his name's not going to get credit it's not gonna on, he's not going to be on the book he's not going to have credit <laughs> it's Bowman it's not going to his name's not going to be on the book. He's not going to get credit. He's not going to be. His name will be on the book, but we're not. We're not there yet, Dave. We're just sort of nodding and seeing, seeing if there's something that's going to going to warrant a book. And as I, bet I know who it is. To, pardon? I know who it is. It's an Australian, so you definitely don't know who it is. Ah, oh, wow. Okay. Well, screw yeah. you, man. Take it out of okay. the US. <laughs> I appreciate that. I'm sure I'm going to distribute. You know who I was thinking it was? Because it'd be Carol a good Rogers. choice. No, Rustin Dodd. Okay, yeah. Who did oh, that man, great yeah. story? Yeah, Rustin's yeah. really good. Can't sit around. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, well, that'd be a great book, man. Well, Eric and Eric knows some of the stories that happened prior to me coming over to America, so he can <laughs> he can he can get a sense of what the book might be about. Man, you never even told us. I'd never heard that um car stereo in the club story until you told it on here. It's one of my favorites. <laughs> That yeah. was a great story. Are there any other yeah. good ones you can tell us on here now? That's not even the best, mate. That's uh, look. It, well, I, let's get one. Let's just go ahead and say here. that I lived a life before I before I even made it over the states the second time. Um, and it was. I'm surprised. A lot of people will be will be surprised that I even made it to to where I. Am. Oh yeah. Well, uh, I yeah. I can say the same thing about myself, but I can't tell my stories here. But yours would be interesting and entertaining. Mm. My the statute of so. limitations hasn't expired on a couple of them. <laughs> <laughs> Pete, Eric, just a quick note before here before we continue on. If you aren't subscribed to The Athletic, now is the perfect time with our extended Black Friday deal. Read my work, Ken Rosenthal's, Jason Starks, and everyone else at The Athletic for just a dollar a month for the entire year. Go to theathletic.com slash 755 is real by this Friday, December 4th, to enjoy everything we offer at The Athletic for just a dollar a month for 12 months. What was this Prospects League article that you sent O'Flaherty oh. before the... Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to start with a thing. Are we ready to jump into some baseball stuff here? Sure. Yeah. I was going to ask what you guys, what you thought of this MLB announced today. 
that they are doing, you know, because there's the minor leagues are getting screwed, man. You know that 148. What is it? How many teams are being cut? It's it's like all the rookie league teams, the half season rookie and the low A teams, basically right. are getting uh, non no no longer going to exist as affiliated teams. Well. They're doing different things, but one of the leagues that they've put together, they just announced today, is going to be the first of its kind, MLB Draft League. And I kind of like this concept here. It's better than an indie ball league, which indie, you know, you know the players you're going to get in indie ball league. A lot of those people in those towns are not going to really want to come out and come out and see most indie ball teams. But this Mm. is a thing in Ohio, Pennsylvania, West Virginia, New Jersey. It's existing teams from a league up there, uh, from leagues up there. And they're going to play in this draft league, which is going to be for top prospects who are eligible to be drafted, right? Well, so the draft got pushed back this year. Starting this year, it's going to be around the All-Star break. It's going to be during the All-Star break, I think. So this league is going to start, and they're going to have their – this league is going to have its All-Star break around the draft. So – So who's in the league? What players? Players. Where where do they – High school and college. High school and college players will be able to go – and play for like two months for scouts to see them, and they're going to have all the high tech, all the uh, all the uh, uh, equipment that they use for MLB nowadays. You know, the super yeah. slow mo and all that. It's going to be there, so scouts will have it all. So it really could be a good thing for these teams. And meanwhile, these people in these towns are going to get to see some really good players rather than just uh, riffraff, you know. So, uh, and then also when guys get drafted, they're hoping that teams will send some of those guys that get drafted, since there aren't going to be any short season leagues, send them to this league to play the second half of that league after they get drafted and signed. So there's so no affiliation be, to a team. It's just it's just the yeah. affiliations with Not a mix first, of yeah. like an Arizona Fall League style? With no affiliation, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess, I guess if they get teams to agree to do that, to send players, then maybe you'd assign them to specific teams. There's five teams, and they're looking to have at a sixth. And they're going to be 30-man rosters. So there'll be like 180 players, top prospects, playing in this. And they're going so to be pre, in uh, – pre-draft, before, they're, before yeah. they're affiliated, that's where they're going to go. And they can go after. Yeah. So any guys that, Any guys that want to play, any guys that want to play. Well, the high schools will be – you know, they didn't get all – they didn't get into all the specifics. But the way I'm looking at it is people graduate from high school would be able to play in this league because they'll start early enough, but late enough when after school year's out – and have okay. like uh, since they moved the draft back, you know, um, then and they wouldn't lose their professional status, huh? Uh, they they wouldn't lose their amateur status. They wouldn't be considered professionals no. either. No, they would not lose their amateur oh. status. It's like Cape Cod League. That's what it's like. Yeah, it's like a wood because they're also one. They also started a wood bat league with one of those leagues that got uh, deaffiliated. That's going to be a wood bat league, like the premier wood bat league now. But this one's going to be the draft league. They're going to be in the. Mahonic Valley Scrappers, the state. These are already existing teams, so they're just going to continue as part of this league. State College uh, Spikes, Trenton Thunder, the West Virginia Black Bears, and the Williamsport Crosscutters. Uh, and they're looking to add a six team. They've got one, and they just haven't uh, made it official yet. But they got across the. What was the first team name? Uh, the Mahon Mahon Mahonic Valley Scrappers. Yeah, Scrappers. It's a that'll be me. I'll be on that team for sure. They can play a 68-game regular season and then have an all-star break that's centered around the draft. So would they wow. just get paid uh, like meal money and stuff then? That's huh? what I'm assuming, like Cape Cod League. You, you know? can't get paid if you're not professional. Nope. 
That's a lot of games, though. Paid to be there and probably have uh, probably live with people. I would think, like Cape Cod Lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, billeted. So it's pretty good. I think it's. I loved living with families when I was young. Living with who? Did you? Those oh, families? With, oh yeah, with I never random did that. Yeah. families. Yeah, it was awesome. They treat you well, don't they? Yeah, well, yeah. I had a good food. Um, <laughs> I for the schoolboys. So we have this tournament. It was up in Cairns, which is far north Queensland in Australia. Oh, yeah tropical like like rainforest area and we go up there and our team we get up the bus and every single one of us just eyed directly on these two smoke shows that were standing over there and we're all like oh my we're 15 years old who's it gonna be who's it gonna be who's it gonna be and they were both sisters and they got me and my buddy it's the greatest week of my life oh my (laughs) golly uh, and week. you want to go deeper? And that was the last time that no, family no. did that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and they've never hosted anyone ever again. No, it was uh, it was fun. Uh, it was, a lot of it fun. was the Appalachian League, by the way. That is the Premier College Wood Bat League now, or at least that's what. What was the one that was played and, in Cal Poly? Because the Australian team played in one in Cal Poly. Area code games. That's yeah. That's for uh, the Appalachian League. Will be for the top the top rising freshmen and sophomores. College. This is just. This is yeah. I feel like it's another. It's another opportunity. I mean, it's a way for MLB to save money. Some guys are late developers, though. Yeah. Some guys are late developers, and it's just. Yeah. I feel like it's not giving those guys opportunity that that the superstar studs that have been on travel ball yeah. teams since I was three the same the same chances that that uh, a normal pleb like myself would have got. Yeah. yeah, I mean, even if you're from you know like a northern state as a high school kid, you play kids from Texas, Arizona, and California. You might as well be playing against professionals. You know, uh-huh. a, a yeah. big a difference as there is between the amount of baseball you played at that age because they could play year round. Shit, the teams do here practically. Yep. Yeah, the East Cobb and all those everywhere in the South. Yeah, play what do they play? Eighty games. Dave, have they, have, have, have they closed hairdressers in Atlanta? <laughs> uh, no, they're open, but I have not had a haircut since can you the look, pandemic, dude. Can you look to your left? <laughs> Just look to your left. He's got a mullet. Look to your left. Wait a minute, hold on. Oh my goodness! I literally have not had. See that thing. I have not had a haircut, <sighs> dude, since February. I'm not joking. That's outstanding. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm, I might go a year, man. I might go a year. Good. I'm already there. Have you ever grown a beard? Oh yeah, I just shaved a couple of days ago. Like a proper, like a proper one. Ah, uh, it's all gray, man. It, it looks really old. So <laughs> I had. I, I've been going about a week between shaving these days. <laughs> Can't. Kenny Rogers pulls it off. Yeah, I know, but I'm not Kenny Rogers. <laughs> it it's pretty solid. It's great. It's all great. Eric, let's hear from today's sponsors. Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Wednesday is the tender, non-tender deadline. I was going to ask you guys, surely you two were in a position, I don't know about Eric, if he was or not, because he got really good. But Moilo, were you ever at a, at a spot where, you know, coming off an injury or whatever, where you were worried at the tender, non-tender deadline? 
I was worried every year. <laughs> it didn't matter. It's I never felt comfortable uh-huh. at, at any stage. Um, yeah, it's always it's always a. Th- I, mean, I mean, the tender date is a little different because you've obviously haven't had a lot of years, and, and teams want to keep you. But I mean, it's it's just a period, especially this year. I don't know. Like, there's not a lot of options getting picked up. There's not a lot of there's not a lot of players that are that are getting paid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not sure if that's a, a there'll be some of, surprises of for sure. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think teams like Urena was a Urena was was he was their opening day starter in 2018. And that's him. Well, you're talking. About, yeah, now he's, yeah, now he's. Have you heard about some of the players that could be non-tendered? I mean, the ones that are being potentially. Who are they, Dave? I mean, they're usually about 50 guys get non-tendered, right? They're saying this year it could be between 70 and 80. Um, I, be, I believe that. I bet it'd be higher. What's the thing with the Cubs? Why, why am I drawing a blank with the Cubs? The big, the, Bryant's not getting none. Not, not Bryant. The, 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 the oh. outfielder, DH. I can't I can't think, man. Schwarber? Yeah, Schwarber. Kyle Schwarber could be DH, could be, uh, could be uh, non-tendered. Which would, because they don't want to pay him what yes. he's what, – so this is yes. okay, this is the problem I have, right? This is the problem that I have with the current system. Yep. And because they are going to continue to play this we've got no money line mm-hmm. and cut guys based on what they would have earned in arbitration and based on what they've done in their careers mm-hmm. and then they're going to try and re-sign them at a lower rate because they feel like that's what they're worth. And it's going to be yep. the average salary is going to go down and down and down and down and MLB owners are going to win and the players are going to get fucked again. Oh, it's going down for sure. Because if Schwarber yeah, gets non-tendered, down. he'll sign somewhere for less than that. I mean, that's a almost a guarantee. Um, there's two or three Braves who fall into this category. I mean, there's eight. They got eight R guys, but uh, five of them are pretty much no-brainers. I mean, you're looking at uh, the five obvious ones you bring back or Dansby Soroka Soroka. <laughs> I was looking at his cause I was surprised cause he's right borderline super two. I think he's going to get it, but I was kind of shocked because if you think about it, he's really only had one full season cause then he was only yeah, right. small parts of two others and he got hurt. But you, you get, as you know, mm-hmm. you get that service time while you're on the 60 day DL. So he got a full, I do know that quite well. He got a full season last year. And then when he <laughs> came up in May of, uh, of, uh, 18, he went from the 15-day DL to the 60 pretty soon, like a month later. So he got the rest of it that year. Mm. So, Oh, this is the nurse. This is my wellness check. You guys ready for this? This is good content right Yeah, here, here we go. <laughs> Hold on. See, it'd be better if this was visual. Please don't tell me I'm positive. Yes. <laughs> here you go. Breaking oh, okay. news. Breaking news. Pete is. Ma'am, I've never felt better. COVID negative for the second time. Yeah. We'll soon be coaching. You'll be my first and only Bringing his wisdom to the youth of Australian Winter Ball League. Well, they're not really all youth. What's that? Oh, yeah. I'm great. Yeah. Okay. Anytime, Pete. We're just recording a podcast. Right. (laughs) She couldn't give me my test results yet, but... She was just making. She was just checking on my mental health and making sure I had no symptoms, which is a daily call I How get about that? from the nursing staff. That wouldn't happen yeah. in the U.S., man. <laughs> we wouldn't have a program no, like that. Just, <laughs> yeah. So, 
here here Granted, it would be checking on my mental health. I mean, here it would be, sir. What is your what is your case number? How do you spell yeah. your name, <laughs> sir? If you're going to raise Come your on, voice, <laughs> uh, uh, no, it was not. So Dansby, uh, Soroka, Freed, Duvall, and Mentor are all no-brainers. Mm. I mean, right? All five of those guys. Yeah. Well, you'd think. I mean, think. I mean, you could say Duvall because he's going to make four or five million, but come on, look at the year he just had. Right. You know, he's a yeah. he's a no-brainer. Yeah. Uh, but not just year. He's had a, he's had a pretty good year and a half. Let's, oh yeah, man. Be oh yeah. yeah. He had thirty some homers at AAA before he came up and hit. You know, mm. another twelve. Yeah, you don't know if you're getting a Zuna back either. So. so the ones that are yeah, the ones that are on the bubble, you think Camargo, who, Luke, who would be the other one? Luke, our man Luke Jackson, as much as we hate to say it, mm. I think he's on a bubble because is yeah. he had a pretty bad year. Because he got all those saves last year. That can kill you. Mm. And then it's ERA went up ballooned up over six. Yeah. You know, from just a few bad games and being used in a different role. I just didn't think he got comfortable with it, but we have to get him back on here again. Well, anyway, Luke Camargo, uh, just did now. I, I, I don't know. I still think they might not give up on Camargo just because they like him. They've raised, they've raised I, him. I, would, that, I, would, I was just about to say the same depth. thing. Just, I just feel like he's sort of a, part a of the six week. He's like the six week period <laughs> of playing every day where he might be able to, to show what everyone's been waiting for. But he just, the consistent playing time is, it just hasn't been there. Well, it's not going to be there next year either. Well, what would he make, right. Dave? He made two, one, about two million. One point, about two. Yeah. yeah, him and Luke both. I mean, that's um, even for a middle reliever. That's bench not pace a lot. For two million. Yeah. And then the other one is Grant Dayton. But Grant Dayton made so little last year in arbitration because he'd been hurt year four. He only made like seven hundred last year, eight hundred. So he's only going to be about a million. Yeah. And he had a good year. I mean, two three zero ERA, twelve oh seven WHIP, thirty two yeah. strikeouts, eleven walks, twenty seven innings. So that's a no-brainer to me. I feel like even as an insurance policy, that's a good investment. Yeah, I mean, that's a million bucks. I mean, I, I, so, well, yeah. and you think about it too, when you're those guys, if you're coming off a good year and you're getting non-tender, that you could even go out and get a two-year deal. Yeah, I see what like you Like Dayton yeah. could go out and get two years for mm-hmm. something like that, you know, just yeah. being a free agent. Not this year, but in normal years when something like that happens, it's really not that scary when you have good numbers because you're like, shit, I'd love to be a free agent a year early. Yeah. What did you What did you make of, of – uh, Philly announcing that they lost two billion dollars last year. I don't know. The, the math <laughs> was all right on that. I think I you're a little I, off on the math. Yeah, I think well, they were saying it, they lost the potential. It was you know they could have made two billion or or something. They lost like a hundred and but, like oh, that's, fifty or seventy five. It was a lot. It was like the most I've heard. The Braves lost a hell of a lot. We haven't broken yeah. it down. Their their revenues were down okay, over two hundred million. The revenues, the Braves revenues. But if you're telling me that that they lost potential income of, of $1.6 billion, then I don't want to ever hear them say that they don't make any money ever again in the history ever. I, I don't know that. I didn't hear yeah, that. Yeah, I said that. I don't know if that's right. It's a, I'm just trying to reason with the math of losing $2 billion. Like, you know, maybe they're looking at the, That's what the value of the what they team would only be about twice that. Yeah, that's pretty high. It's a high number. I don't understand what. You think the Phillies are worth $4 billion? Uh, three to four, three, three. No chance. Not no chance. The, the Dodgers sold for two. Yeah, but that's changed. The the Marlins went for two. That's yeah. right. You know, Phillies that's get right. some good crowds. And the Mets went for uh, what? Yeah. Mets went for well over two. 
Philly's got that ballpark. Stevie. Uh, anyway. I feel like Steve Cohen is is no. is, is uh, using Twitter for like his advisors at the moment. Yeah, we were talking <laughs> about that, how that'll stop once they make once they start losing or have, make some bad moves. He'll be like just off Twitter. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd love to see him in it, just in the trenches all year, though, defending his guys and going to war with He's Twitter. Grinding on the keyboard, as the owner. You, you know the place that I could see. <laughs> I haven't seen the breakdown of the Phillies' uh, revenues, but where they lost tons of money, they have that huge TV contract. So if the games weren't played, the guys with the huge TV contracts would stand to lose the yeah, most. That's true. Like the Dodgers, yeah. you know, yeah. they make it up elsewhere, but the Dodgers have that huge TV contract, whereas the Braves is not that big. You know, middle of the pack now. It used to be the worst, one of the worst. But uh, yeah, but they're crying poor. Every every player, every player got didn't make money either. Yeah, like, this is this is the, like everybody was in that same boat, and now they're going to punish the players and and try to find the youth option and league minimum option for for everyone that they possibly can. They say that baseball teams and as a whole, the sport lost about three billion is the number they throw around. So average yeah, two billion of it was just the field. Yeah, I don't know where that figure is. I haven't heard that. <laughs> the average was about a hundred million for thirty, but there were obviously teams that lost more. The Braves, I'm sure, lost a lot more than that because yeah. the they got the they got the yeah. the uh, battery going. They lost money on that. You know, the Phillies lost mm. more because of their TV contract. Whereas a team like the Marlins, they weren't getting any revenues from fans anyway, so they probably lost mm, a lot yeah. less than a hundred. And their TV contract's not very good either. So. So, what? How, how do you, in, in your honest opinion, Dave? How do you think next year is going to look? I think I think the average salary is going to come back. It's going to go back a little bit. We're not going to see. I'm talking about games. You think we oh, get the full oh, season? Oh. In? You think we get? Uh, I don't know about the full season because I tend to think they'll push it back just a little bit once they start these vaccinations and everything and try to be safe. Mm-hmm. But I, I could see us getting in 140, something like that. You know, start the right. season a month late, maybe. You know, get everybody, get a lot of people vaccinated. Won't be everybody, obviously. But you get all the old people vaccinated. You get all the most susceptible people. Well, that's what's gonna that's what's gonna drag out the off season too, and cost guys a ton of money. Is teams are gonna be pretty careful after what happened this year. You know, they they don't even know if there's gonna be a full season or what the situation. Are gonna they gonna be make an they- announcement? Make an announcement for the with the whether they're going to be a DH or not. Like that would be yeah, nice. That, the guys can actually know, is, decide that, which team to sign it's with. The craziest thing that they're going that this is holding up. I'm just seeing this thing you're talking about. John Middleton saying team lost two billion. I don't know what the hell that is. I mean, another report with a source saying 145 million, 145 million, two billion. What the hell's that, man? Come on. Yeah. yeah. Um. Just find your truth. Yeah. Just find your truth, sir. <laughs> um. Uh. What What were you saying? I'm sorry. What were you just saying? The no DH. Idea. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the DH. DH. The DH thing, yeah. yeah. Well, Eric and I have talked about this. It's like everybody wants it, but you know the the mm. owners are not going to give in without getting some concessions, right? They're going to try to no. milk that too. Well, players might try to milk that too because they know the owners want it. I think both mm. sides, they, they could get that done tomorrow. Everybody wants it. Yeah. And then there's probably six pitchers in the whole league right now that want to ever grab a bat ever again in their life. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's like that's so stupid because it's holding up so much for obviously for NL teams, but specifically teams like mm. the Braves with 
and Marcel Azuna individually, but there's other guys like him too that their market is going to get twice as big if there's going to be a DH or, you know, at least yeah. 10 other teams yeah. will be interested. So if you're him, I know he, signed, he changed agents trying to get a good deal done, but if you're him, you hold off until that decision, right? Unless it just goes out and drags what out about, too long. Yeah, you don't even take a phone you, call till you know, I mean, until you at least know that. Somebody just wants to, you know, an, an, AL, yeah. team, an AL team wants to take a offer you more than you're even looking for. Yeah. I don't know. Did you hear Nick Markakis' uh, theory to the DH? No. That he – it's it's effectively – and he might be right. It's effectively going to kill the bench player. It Because really there's not a lot of opportunities for pinch hits and there's not a lot of – like. It's, I agree. I, I, he watched he watched his, uh, his brother-in-law – basically go two and a half months without picking up a yep. bat and getting a game. And But, I mean, yeah, it's great if you can just sit there and collect a paycheck, but yep. nobody wants that to be their career. Right. Nobody wants to be the bench guy that gets five at-bats a year. Like, that's – it's going to it's gonna really, really hit the bench players hard. Yeah, so. those guys, those NL guys that could bounce around, kind of like a Charlie Culberson. You know, AL teams haven't had those guys right. in a while because they didn't need it, you know. But the NL right. teams all had two or three of those guys, it seemed like, and and – you're right. Their role is so reduced. I mean, look at last year. Culberson barely got in any games. You know, he went. Yeah. He was on the team, right. but you just didn't. You forgot he was even there. So Omar and Fonte, you know, guys yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. That, you're just gonna teams are just gonna carry. You know, especially yanking starters earlier. They're just gonna carry an extra reliever instead. So from the players' perspective, or two DHs. Yeah. From the players' perspective, those jobs are gonna go away, but high-paying DH jobs are gonna be gonna be more in vogue you know teams that well i think you know in a sense that gives a guy an opportunity you know how pujols has at least been able to dh yeah you know on the back side of his career it gives you a chance to kind of sign a little bit longer deal saying you know if i'm not as good in the field toward the back end at least you can dh me Mm. yeah i was gonna say freddie would be a guy like that but i don't think freddie's ever gonna come off first base i don't think he's gonna need to no he won't need to sites i was talking to sites last week and he said the same thing he goes Freddie doesn't like to not play first base. He hates the DH, but he also doesn't think he'll ever have to. You know, physically, he's just got that kind of body that, it, that the game doesn't tax him a whole lot. As long as they didn't have no, some freak injury, get hit by. They're going to extend him this offseason, Dave? Huh? They're going to extend him this offseason? It's going to happen, whether it happens this offseason or spring or during the season. Uh, if they were smart, they'd do it now, probably. But, you know, while the market is what it is. I, I don't know. Yeah, but his market isn't going to. I don't yeah, think I don't his think market gets affected. Yeah, you, that, that's the markets that, that won't get affected. I yeah, think. it's the superstars that will still get paid. And, and Freddie's not going to squeeze every dime he can get out of him anyway. You know, and they're not going to lowball him by the same no. token. If they do, they'll look terrible. So it's kind of a unique situation, yeah. Freddie. You know, I don't know that there's another Char- Charlie Morton. You, I'm sure you guys have already spoken about it, but I haven't. We haven't. Really. I, I honestly think that, get to that Charlie Morton. Yep. Go ahead. Okay, that move to me was just epic. Yeah, but go ahead. It was great. I agree. Go ahead. Yeah, mm. I was going to bring it up because it was just the move. I, I, as soon as the offseason hit, I felt like that was the move that made the most sense for Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, gives him an opportunity to be relatively close to home and pitch for the old organization. It's exactly what we were missing during the playoffs, um, and he's that guy that doesn't matter what you see from him in the regular season or maybe up and down, but as soon as that playoff blood flow starts, yeah. he's a different dude. I didn't realize how good 
he has been, especially in the postseason, until I broke oh, it down and looked good. at the numbers. My God. He had yeah. a bad postseason start early in his career. And then the last one he had this year uh, in the World Series. And then the nine between that, ridiculous. I mean, he's been so yeah. good, like 7-0 with the 1-2 ERA, something like that. I have to look at the numbers that I had. But it was crazy. And not everybody thinks about Madison Bumgarner, yeah. but they forget about Charlie Moore. And not going four or five innings either, you know, and not having to give him five years. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing is, I had I I knew he had been really good since he left here, but I didn't realize how good. I mean, he got really good at age like thirty two. Really weird yeah. career, yeah. man. He's had his best four or five years well, after age his thirty two season. We just figured things out. Oh, you remember when he when he went away that offseason and basically came back as a clone of Roy Halladay? Well, I remember I remember the first time I saw him throw was at Camp Roger, um, two thousand nine, and the ball. Some guys, the ball just explodes out of their hand, and I was looking at this guy like, you know, who is this? And always thought he could be really good, but he just couldn't quite put it together in in Atlanta, and then. That same spring training, he was watching video of Roy Holiday like nonstop. I mean, every day he just had two different Roy Holiday angles pulled up on those computers in a in the video room and just watched like. I mean, every time you walked in the video room, Charlie was watching Roy Holiday. And then two years later, they showed that that split screen on on MLB Network or something like that, and the mechanics were. Just, he just said, "You know what? Crazy. I'll just do that. That that guy's the yeah. best right now. Let me just." It, photocopy what he does and I'll just be the same guy. And I mean, it's worked for him. It's pretty incredible to just, just take somebody's delivery like that, but he did it. He Mm. said Mm -hmm. he got the TJ surgery and he got both hips fixed. I don't know what that involved, but he had both hips fixed, changed his, his uh, workout routine. Some got in the weight room a little bit, you know, started doing some different shit. Um, and then, uh, worked with, of all people, Kranitz when he went to Philly, before he blew his hammy out, he was pitching really well for Philly. He only made four starts for him, but it was good enough that that's why Houston went out and got him, gave him that two-year deal because they thought he could be their number three starter behind uh, McCullers and uh, Keuchel. McCullers, McCullers. Yeah. And uh, on the World Series team, which he turned out to be, you know, really good on that World Series team. But at the time, I remember when he signed with Houston, that two-year deal, people were like, Charlie Morton, really? What? Because he had been in Pittsburgh and then he got hurt in Philly. But they saw those starts and saw what he did. But uh, Kranitz and uh, the other pitching coach that was there at the time uh, got him to work, kind of changed his repertoire a little bit, uh, pick up the, do the curveball more, four seamers. And, you know, he he just took off. But he hasn't stopped since Mm. he went to, since he went to Houston. He turned his career around there starting in Philly. Yeah. No, he's been consistently good for for years now. Mm-hmm. It's it's pretty damn impressive to do it that late. I didn't see it coming though. I didn't, you know, after yeah. they signed Smiley for eleven or twelve yeah. mil, whatever it was, you know, I mean, I just thought that was kind of going to be yeah. it for the starting uh, enforcements, and then like two days later they signed Charlie. You just don't know with uh, with Alex. It's like no, last he does year. what he wants. It's huh? like last year when they went out and got Will Smith. People were like, really? With all the relievers they got, they went out and got Will Smith and Chris Martin. But he knows what he's doing. He goes out and does it. He and he and he strikes early, man. He doesn't wait for the market. Yeah, he did the same thing last year. I didn't even know Perry Manison. I didn't know Perry Manison went to the Angels. Yeah. I, I did. I must have missed that. Yeah. That, that memo. So, and from what I understand, 
the Angels were trying to get Charlie as well, but that was a tough sell when you live in Tampa and you want to be close to your right. family and you go play in California. And he said proximity <laughs> was going to be a big thing, you know. Cause, and winning, yeah, you know, they haven't he's been able to commute, put it together out there. He's going to commute to spring training yeah. still. He's done it with Phillies, with Tampa Bay, and now with Braves. He drove back and forth every day hmm. during spring training. So, How far is that drive? Braves is actually closer. It's not Orlando anymore. It's closer now than uh, – 10 minutes closer than uh, Rays were because Rays were in Port Charlotte. And Braves were in Northport, which is on, on the Tampa side of Port Charlotte. So he lives uh, – at what point do you just buy a helicopter? <laughs> when you make the money that Kobe Bryant did. <laughs> he right. took a helicopter back and forth to Orange County, games every day. Just skip traffic. Yep. Yep. But Charlie loves to drive, man. He was talking about driving. He drives like 55 minutes up to Philly's Clearwater every day. So he gets in his car and puts on some rock and roll or a podcast. He said, and just sit back in my truck and he don't mind it. Oh, so it's under an hour? Huh? It, it will be under an hour. Yeah, commute? like 45 minutes to Northport. Oh, yeah. That's nothing. When you stayed at Reunion, it used to take me 45 oh, yeah. minutes to get to spring training in Orlando sometimes. And in traffic, this yeah. will be wide open. So the tra- it, that's the thing. Yeah, is, it's right. so different. It's an easy 45. Like all the drives right. we take up there, Bradenton, Sarasota, Port Charlotte, F- Fort Myers, even if they're an hour, it's an easy hour, unlike in uh, around Disney where you're in traffic. But you never know when you're going to be stop and right. go. Yeah, the the travel situation is just night and day, man. Mm. Starting to feel a little bit more like Arizona spring yeah. training in Florida. Yeah, where they are located, it does. So yeah, there's been three. I had no idea how. Go ahead. I had no idea the difference the, the difference in Arizona compared to <laughs> compared to like I yeah. obviously oh, every big. spring training I had was in Florida, uh-huh. and then I went to Arizona. I'm like, this is this is this. Yeah. What are we Kansas doing? City? What, yeah, yeah surprise. Yeah. Yeah. See, I felt the opposite surprised. when I, I started in Arizona. When I came out to Florida, I was like, God dang, man, every trip's two hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's nowhere to stay. <laughs> no. Three hour bus rides to uh to uh down to West No Paul. hotel, no no restaurant, no restaurant availabilities because all the tourists are down there taking the kids to Disney. <laughs> in Arizona, you just put your baseball uniform on and get on the bus and you go play the game and then you drive back to your stadium. So you do all your work in a nice facility. Braves did that sometimes Florida, last year. Yeah, it's awesome. Ones. In yeah, Florida, man, we were we were driving two and a half hours in slacks, and then you get into a clubhouse the size of a garage, yeah. and you, like you can't do any prep work. I mean, it was it, it's a big difference, big headache. So where they are now, they're yeah. within an hour of like almost all the trips, and almost all the ballparks are pretty new too, and they have nice facilities. That's cool. Everything around there has, has been kind of rebuilt or built the new since uh, in the last ten years. So, uh, so yeah, you, you're gonna get the vaccine as soon as it comes out. I don't have to stand in line, man. I'm way down. I'm not old enough yet. I don't have any underlying right. conditions. I'm not young enough. <laughs> so I'm kind of at the end. Right. I'm going to be at the end. So I don't know if they'll have special, mm. you know, dispensation for people that are in, I don't know, sports. I don't know. What, for reporters? No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't no, know. We're not getting the shit. We're going to be at the end. Nurses, <laughs> doctors, reporters. I'm going to have two masks on is what I'm going to have on. Um, like so, it. so, so there's been what three moves is about all right. Three significant moves. Two of them, the Braves have done Smiley yep. and Charlie. Those are the only two big contracts. And I mean, big relatively 11 and 15. And the next biggest was, uh, yep. the one that, uh, another former brave just signed with the Royals. Minor. Yeah. Mike Minor. Who was that? Two years. Mike Minor. We haven't seen the figures on that. Did he really? Yeah, he went back yeah. back to Kansas City. Two-year deal. Haven't, nobody's had the salary oh, that's yet. that's awesome. But it's not nearly – It's he was only projected to get about $6 million for one year. 
So two years, maybe yeah, two and right. ten. So I, yeah, I'm wondering two ten, two twelve. So that's Braves great. have given him. That's two crazy big ones. though, because Smiley got eleven. I know, <laughs> and he's been banged up. But man, that's the other one. Is I didn't realize how good Smiley was last year after he got off the you know the finger thing. He had the finger thing, which was kind of a freak thing. wasn't a blister or anything. It was a finger strain, index finger. But when he came back, man, that dude was he was a strikeout machine. This is the problem with the way that the league was last year is that you never paid attention to anyone outside yeah. of your own division. Like it's, your region. I, don't, I don't know what anyone else did your last region. year. Your region, yeah. yeah. You're right. Yeah. You didn't get to see them, so you didn't – unless they were on highlights. Yeah, we do. Right. Like, I had to look the Reds up before that playoff season, the series. You know, I mean, you had to right, – right. <laughs> hadn't seen them. Uh, you knew Bauer because he makes a lot of noise and he was having a great year, but everything mm-hmm. else, like, let me Google these guys. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he was uh, Smiley was impressive. Another guy that late career surge here, but uh, I guess his spin rate is off the charts, man. So we'll see. Another guy's figured out some things, changed, junked his change up, does that curve, and hope he can spin rate his way to some outs. Man, we'll see. Man, he got a lot of strikeouts last year, a lot. Fourteen, fourteen. Point- Who did he play for? <laughs> Giants. <laughs> he played for the 14. Giants. Fourteen oh, strikeouts per nine innings. He had more strikeouts wow. per nine innings than DeGrom or Bauer. Or, or That's pretty incredible. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's it's insane sometimes that, you know, you're almost better off in this game not playing unless you're 100%. Yeah. Mm. Right? I mean, you come back for one month 100% and put on a show and you get a deal. Yeah. And guys that kind of play yeah. through injuries analytics. and crap numbers. Right. It, you know, it costs you so much. Uh, we used to talk about that all the time. There's guys like like Rafael Soriano didn't throw one pitch that hurt his whole career. <laughs> you know, I mean, he if once he got that two year three year deal, but every that time middle, he pitched, that middle year was going to be a wash. <laughs> yep, he wasn't throwing a ball, but you, it, no. every time he pitched, he was a hundred percent put up numbers and got paid. You know, I, it's something yeah. that like you know your teammates might not yeah. respect, but. Don't you think that applies to pitchers, though, and not position guys? Because position guys, you want those guys out there that grind, that are out there playing 140 games at least. Well, you want pitchers doing that, too. Not if they hit 220. Well, yeah. I know. But. You want, that's the thing. You know, like when Freddie was banged up, would he have been better off just not playing in that postseason or playing? You know, well, yeah, that I mean, as a player, we all respected that he went out and tried. Cause but he's he, going to get he paid probably, in part because he yeah. is a grinder, you know, and what he's done for the yeah. team. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, he's going to get paid because he's one of the best hitters. Yeah. Well, I know that. Yeah. But the Braves. That postseason has no effect on him. But he's staying here, so the Braves will pay him for also being the guy he is, playing through pain and that kind of thing. I'll tell you, he's going to make a run at him. If the Braves don't don't lock him up soon, I'll tell you, the the, the Angels will make a run at him. Like, they will go pull holes. He could commute from his house there. Grown Mm -hmm. Del Mar. Yeah. Or Del Mar. Not going yeah. I wonder if he. I wonder if he wants that a little bit. If he just he's just playing you guys right, Dave, and, and saying the stuff no, he's supposed no to. Way. He's, there's no chance. He's done this for years, man. Yeah, he's Chipper's boy. Yeah, he wants to. Think, that's that's something that you know everybody wants to do is wear one jersey. And you know what? As much as he loves when his dad comes and visits and all that, and playing out when he's out there, see, it also becomes a pain in the ass when he's out there and he has all the family wanting tickets and all that. So I think he kind of likes the both yeah. worlds, being a little too far for them to always come, you know, but then being able to go home in the off season. I think he likes it, yeah. drives in it. Makes sense. But. Yeah, when I was in Seattle, I just gave my comp ticks password to my wife and told everybody to go through She was her. just my ticket manager. She was yep, broker. I didn't talk to anybody. Yep, I just gave him Heather's number. Because like, it, it gets how to be a pretty our, big headache. How about our terrible timing? Like, 
we come in the league. I come in the league in 2006, just as they start charging players for for tickets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before that, it was a free for all. The guys were getting car deals. Cars were getting freaking trips to the to the Bahamas really? for tickets. Like now we get in there. Now it's like, nah, sorry, you got to pay for every ticket. Like what? Yeah, guys would get like a free car for the year, and they just give the car dealership, you know, four tickets or eight tickets, no whatever it was, to every I game. Yeah, that. guys were no guys kid. were working some good deals. And then, <laughs> We still didn't have to pay full price, but you had to pay taxes. It counted as earnings every ticket you gave away. So if you gave away thirty thousand in you know tickets, you'd probably pay fourteen grand yeah. in tax. Mm-hmm. Hey, I've got the MLB network on in the background and I was watching where last year in January, January this year, they uh they had the top ten, they had their guys, you know how they rank positions, rank they ranked the catchers. They had the top ten catchers. And 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 understandably so, but Travis Darno was not on either list anywhere. Now I wonder where that dude's going to be. He's going to be top yeah. ten. Well, he's going to be top ten. That's for sure. He, yeah, I, he, he impressed. I me. mean, he, I, he outplayed I, Real Muto last year, man. Yeah, right. He was. Right. They wouldn't have won a division without him. I don't know that. I feel like JT is. He's overrated. Uh, he's yet to find a situation that fits right. him. I think in his personality, like he was in the Marlins and he was just Agreed. like, Ugh. and then I was in the Phillies and it's like the Phillies were supposed to be this. And then yep. they end up being this. And it's just like, I don't think he's found a good fit yet. I if agree. he does, I I think he could explode. He would have been a great fit here. It's a big change. He would have been a great fit here, yeah. but they did yeah. better off with Travis Darno because of the money. But I see, I, I think real Muto needs a situation like this surrounded by guys here. You know, and he hasn't, you're right. He hasn't been in that situation at all. Cardinals or yep. like, yeah, but I mean, Yachty's Dodgers. Gonna, Yachty's, Yachty's going to catch there for five years. Dodgers. He seems uncomfortable. I, mean, I agree with how you. Does, how does Friedman, how does Friedman win uh, executive of the year when he's basically just got a blank check? Like that's, that's not executive of the year. That's just spending how money. That <laughs> could be executive of the year with that. How is the Rays guy, not the executive of the year, every year when they go year. deep every in the playoffs year. with their budget? No idea. I mean, just give so it to him every year. Payroll, they go to the World Series. Yeah. I mean, you could argue that uh, and Alex yeah. Anthopoulos deserved it this year more than Freeman. I mean, he had literally lost mm-hmm. all six of his starting pitchers at one point. All six of them were out. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. they scramble. But I just think that you give it to the Rays guy until further notice when they go deep into playoffs with that budget, one third, what the Dodgers is. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I'm tired of trying to make it sense of what MLB does. No, I know guys, let's take a quick break and then we'll finish up the show. Hey, Moila, what'd you think of uh, Theo's comments when he, uh, when he stepped down? I don't, I, I read it. He's a different cat. And didn't understand. He's a different it. cat, man. I, I I don't know if that was a force out situation or I I, I don't, don't so. like what he's looking. I don't know. He's trying to take a. Is he going to take a role with MLB? Is that what it felt like? I think he's going to sit know. out a year just, and like, take a, and be at a higher salary and go somewhere else, another team. Yeah, sit out a year, get paid right. more. Especially you know if, they're, they're, if they were telling him they wanted to if they wanted to blow it up, then he wants yeah. to win. And he wants to keep yeah, that I mean, record if he intact. He doesn't see himself sticking. Yeah, he doesn't want to stick out a rebuild yep. either. He's too smart you know, to do that. Like, he could sit yeah, out a year, yeah. and he knows that he'll get paid he'll get a job. whatever yeah. he was getting at, at Chicago. He'll get even more to go somewhere like wherever it is. The Dodgers got their guy. That where? Be, well, you're right. The big say, the big payroll teams have it, unless Cashman's ready to step down at some point. He is getting older. Mets are open. 
Mess could just hire man. somebody they're going to fire. Right now. <laughs> Mess is going to hire Chris Young. Man. He, st- he, he withdrew today from that. Theo do it in a year. Did he really? I didn't yeah, say that. He didn't want to do it. Or they didn't want him. He said he didn't want to move his family or something Theo's like that. Theo's too smart to go somewhere where they're going to lose for a while. Yeah. You know, he, he wants to go. That New York job would be – that. give me – like that New York job. Yeah. Either one of them. If you have – you have a you have a private owner, right? Which I think makes all the difference. If you're owned by a company like Liberty Media, mm-hmm. you see what happens mm-hmm. there. If you've got a private owner like a Cuban or a, or a Stevie Cohen or what, you know whoever it is, you are going to be way better off, I think, and you're going to have way more flexibility, yep. and you're going to be able to plead your case to a human yep. being instead of a, a, a board. Um, I, I I think that Mets job would be very, very enticing. Well, we've, we talked about this in the last podcast. And how much worse could you do than Brody Van Wagen? Oh, yeah. And Pete, listen, they're in, <laughs> they're in a totally unique situation other than the other 29 teams in that they didn't lose. This owner did not lose money last year. You know what I mean? No. Right. He's the only one that didn't lose money last year. That's crazy. So he's in, he's got an, yeah. he's got an advantage that he's stupid if he doesn't capitalize on it. He can spend like it's last yeah. year's market, you know? Screw the other owners if they're saying, no, you got to spend like we are. You can't do it. I'd come in and say, I'm making my splash now. I'm picking these guys <laughs> right. up at last year's salaries if you guys aren't going to get them. You know, I'd go out and get well, Ozuna. How is that fair? Go get Ozuna. Yeah, well, that's what's scary about Ozuna, too, is he could just say, whatever the Braves offer you, we'll beat it. Yeah, and they'll suck it up and, and he can take do that his if defense he wants to. for a year if they have to, you know, if they don't have the DH. They just got a free $20 million too. Cano testing positive. Oh. Yep, free twenty four. Yep. How about how about Don't the what about the Dallas place. job with the new ballpark and all that? How good that one would be! It seems like you could turn that thing around if you had some good baseball man there. I think that's going to be the Michael Young's job to 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 lose. Um, it's a good job. Uh, it's a it's yeah, but it's yeah. could be a good job. Yeah, they're they're in rebid mode right yeah, now too, are. right? They're, they are. They're trying to trying to yeah. What are they going to do with Lynn? That's what I mean. Lynn's the interesting one. Why would you keep on? He, he you could get something for him, and I think because uh, mm-hmm. the lack of finances being sent around the place, I think uh, trades could be yeah crazy can, in the next coming months. Well, but teams aren't doing anything right now. You know, they've waited till to see how the market is flooded here on uh, Wednesday with the non-tendered uh, free agents. There's going to be. More. I think they're still going to play well, it why, slow. Why did you turn your lights off? I didn't. It's just getting dark. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, so Charlie Morton, what were you guys doing when Charlie was here the first time? Do you guys play with him? Dominating. You played with him? Yeah. That was our first. That was our first year playing together. With when, but Charlie wasn't on the team. Yeah. He he he, he didn't make the team. He was in Gwinnett. He was up for. I'm pretty sure. Or her. He was up for half the season in 08. 08 maybe. Yep. Yeah. He wasn't there in 09. Oh, I was there four months. And I remember that I remember guys talking about him going, good kid, good stuff, just too soft. He was too nice. I thought that too. I had that read. Yeah. That's why I was surprised when he was pitching big innings for the playoffs for the Astros. Because total opposite. You know, you assume you assume he's the same guy. And I was watching them and they were handing their whole season to Charlie Morton. And I I remember just thinking that you're gonna ride this out with Charlie Morton and you know, I mean, that's it's kind of hard because nobody gives you credit for your ability to grow and mature. Yeah, you know, but uh, he definitely did because the numbers he's putting up in the playoffs now, he's a he's got to be a different guy. Mac raves about him, dude. Does he? Yeah, he had him in seventeen. Yeah, obviously, I, I, 
I wish you talked yeah. to McCann about him. Raves about him. Yeah. He was uh Yeah, I mean I thought I thought that. I thought he was just kind of he seemed soft when he was with Atlanta, but Yeah, sensitive, artistic type kid. Used to drive up and down yeah. the East Coast in his truck playing his guitar, staying with friends in yeah. the off season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was a different dude. He's perfect. I mean, that's he that's he I think as the game progressed and it wasn't it wasn't as you know, it was a tough environment to be around for a guy like that back That's in the day. That's true. Sure. That might he, be a good point. He wouldn't have been accepted. Yep. He wouldn't have been accepted. Whereas now he can be himself and people are like, fuck it, dude. You want to play the target? Yeah. Like, oh, that's cool. Good. That's a good point, Yeah, man. look at Chase Darno band. Mm. Rookie year. He's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not annoying about it, though. <laughs> he said, I asked Charlie, is he still playing guitar? And he goes, I still break it out once in a while, but he kind of, it kind of lost its novelty. My, it kind of lost its novelty with my wife and my kids kind of get on me when I play it. <laughs> so, so he didn't break so he's it He's not up. very good. He's funny, man. He was talking about when he, uh, last week when the Braves called, because they called and wanted to kind of wanted a decision. You know, they were like, wanted to get it done. He had rented, like I told you, he loves driving. And when he retires, he and his wife have talked about living like in Raleigh area or something because her, her people are up in, uh, what, I think Delaware. And he's got family up there still. And he's got, his, I think it's one of, at least one of his parents is in Charleston. So they got kind of family spread all over. So they're going to be driving a lot with their kids, which is smart, better than taking four kids on a plane. But uh, so, yeah. <laughs> so they rented, he, he, they were going to go to Charleston and then Delaware. And then they canceled the back end of it because of COVID at Thanksgiving. So they just went to Charleston. But he had already rented this 24 foot van. Cause he wanted to see what it was like. <laughs> and he goes, we yeah. were about an hour in and I was going, and I was like, that was way, that was stupid. This is way too much. <laughs> He's trying to back it in and park it and everything. But the brakes called and he, and he, they kind of wanted a decision. He said, and he, and he said, yes. So he had to go from Charleston to Atlanta with all the kids in the 24 foot van to get his physical inside his contract. <laughs> <laughs> that's great trying to drop down Peachtree in one of those things <laughs> he's pulling it in truest park in a 24 foot van oh I'm here goodness. for my physical <coughs> oh. how is the traffic in Atlanta has it gotten oh, a lot better, better with COVID or? a lot better yeah, I, I don't know about out where Pete lives but it's a lot better in the city There's are they finishing I just moved by the way are they finishing all the uh, are they finishing all the road like around Spaghetti uh, Junction is that all is that all done now, that one's 400 up. Interchange is the new Spaghetti Junction that's what they're working on and they'll be working on it for a while right. yeah you gotta you've, you've oh, I avoid it? that one I don't I don't have to go up that one so thank God so I go down 85 yeah. and up 75 to the ballpark and with uh, this year with the clubhouse not being open we do our Zooms in the afternoon like 4.30 whatever Dude, I would I, I I like didn't show up till right before the national anthem. Whereas before, you know, you get there at three yeah. three three thirty in the afternoon to be in the clubhouse. Yeah. So it's like, but yeah. if you tried to drive before at like four o'clock in Atlanta, you'd never make it. You'd be an hour and an hour and a half. No. Yeah. I can get there now in twenty, twenty five minutes at four thirty in the afternoon, five o'clock. It's crazy. Mm. Yeah, on a motorcycle you can go down the HOV line, so but that's that's good. But it's not bad. The traffic's just not bad. So yeah, I used to hate that traffic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, especially it's when, brutal. especially when I let let your suitcase drop <laughs> out of my car on the way home from the stadium. <laughs> Turned up. <laughs> oh man, dude. Yeah, Charlie. You know he finished third in a Cy Young balloting two years ago. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, two hundred and forty strikeouts right? that him, year. 
it was him, Verlander, and and who who was the other one? Uh, they still have McCullers. That didn't, didn't they have on that team when he finished second? He finished oh, you third? mean in the bat in the Cy Young balloting? In yeah, um, yeah. Uh, who was the third? It was Verlander, Cole, there and then Charlie. Cole. Well done, Eric. Uh, yeah. it, I think that's a. I think that's a massive. I think that's. Um, I really do find. I think that you know, if if with, you look at the three-headed monster of, of Soroka, Freed, oh. Morton, pick Anderson. any one of them to be a one, two, and, three. Honestly, and Smiley as a four, and. And Anderson, and Anderson is your five. Anderson is a Anderson, sorry, I forgot about Anderson. I'd probably have Anderson as three. Three. He's just I, I, over who though? No. Nah, well, Soroka won't be there until that gets yeah, sorted that out. Yeah, that gets sorted out. Then yes. it, that could Anderson. Best case scenario, he's got to be your four, even if he's hot with those other three guys. Unless you put Charlie at four. God, man, that's a nice predicament to have. I separate. The I mean, lefties. you want to split up the yeah, lefties because lefty curveballs. They both got those curveballs. Yeah, but. I think Smile is your five. It's not a bad problem. Smile is your five. You could flip a coin. Because he hadn't pitched a lot of innings either. Smiley hadn't. He'd be a good guy to skip if you need to. You could just draw names out of a hat and be a great manager with that staff. Jeez. Could you imagine signing an $11 million deal, not making the MLB poster, and then having the beat writer say he'd be a good guy to skip if you need to? I mean, welcome to a land of the man. It's hey, this we said the same last year. They had a lot of depth, but there were a lot of question marks last year about that rotation going into the season. This year, really, I mean, the only question is like, when will Soroka be back? And I mean, I have no questions about Ian Anderson. I have no questions about Free Smiley. As long as he's healthy, he's going to be fine. And I got no questions about Charlie. I mean, it's a different scenario, man. When you got when you got. The question is, what happens if someone gets hurt? That's the only question now. And then who? Well, you like, got, then you got Kyle Bryce Wright, Wilson who showed up in the playoffs. Kyle Wright, Bryce Wilson, Kyle, and Kyle Wright. Wright. You know, on standby, those Kyle Wright those at the end of the year, all except for the one playoff start, he looked great. Yeah. Yeah. So, and Bryce Wilson, what can you say about what he did at the Dodge when he outpitched Clayton? He's got a spectacular mullet. That's what you can say. <laughs> and he pitched great. Yeah, that's a tough pill to swallow, though. You know, if if you do what those two guys did, you feel like you'd at least have a shot at a number five starter. Unless they go with six, you're going to triple A. Six. Hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's with, with what Kyle yeah, did. And team, what, yeah, but you didn't do it if well, you're yeah, Bryce. You only did it in like three starts. You know, you can't really yeah, say. Yeah, but you still think like maybe I got a shot of being in the big leagues next year. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, what? Look, I mean, something happens, chance. man. You know, it yeah. Always but if does. nothing goes wrong, something happens. Yeah, it does. It always something. Always Part of why they're yes. doing it. Yeah. Yeah. After it's the same thing with. Uh, Alex, what he learned a year before that, when all the relievers got hurt and they ended up bringing these guys up, rookies yeah. throwing them in there, having no idea what they were going to do. So last year yep. he was determined not to let that happen, and it didn't. Look at that bullpen they had. Yeah, He's going to do the same thing with the rotation this just year. An, yeah. That's just called up in the, to another influence that Pete Moylan had on the Atlanta Braves. And that, <laughs> I, I showed Alex what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> but last year, think about how many times he ran a guy out. They didn't even know who they were going to start the next day or two days from then. Uh, we're going to see how we get through tonight's game, you know? And then you, we haven't even mentioned who Oscar, you know, who looked great in a couple of starts. Yeah. Mate, I tell nice you. got to yeah, have for long relief or sixth starter, yeah. seventh starter, whatever. You know, you can say trade pieces, but inevitably if you trade Bryce Wilson or Kyle Wright, you know two guys are going to get hurt and you're going to be like, God, we traded those guys. 
Yeah, but it depends on what you get back yeah, for it too. Like if you if you if you can get yeah. a, a, I don't know who, but you know, big bat for the what, bench. What bat are they going to go for this know, year? Man. What what bat are they going to try I and go? I think so get? much depends on Ozuna's situation. I tend to think Ozuna's not coming back. I tend to think. I don't think it's happening. He's going to do what JD did, man. He's going to go get a two, three year deal and he's going to go yeah. get paid. Like, what? He's not going to come back on you a one year deal. I like? And I don't think Alex will give back more than. Yeah, he's not going to go four years for him. It's going to be like, it's going to no. be like Donaldson's situation. It's going to be a team that goes beyond what the Braves are comfortable with. But if there's a DH, yeah. he's getting four years. Yeah, I think he'll get over 20. Even million. if it's a little lower salary. I, I yeah. He'll get over 20. I know I saw MLB rumors had him at four years 72 i'm like no way i think he's getting more than that mm. i think he's getting more than that but any other offseason maybe not this one i think he's getting more than that because, from but, a team that needs a dh yeah. you'll get more than that but we'll see there's a dh he's worth 20 who's your dream team who's, who's your who's your you know who i like money's no issue Don't. well what's the point of that it is an issue <laughs> yeah springer he, springer would be a nice addition you know you know who I like? I like I like Brantley, man, for this team. But I think Astros are gonna probably resign him. But you can get him at affordable too. Lefty. Put him out in I want a righty bat. I know you need a don't you need a righty behind uh Freddie? You need somebody I wanna, to hit I behind think, Freddie. I think we trade we trade a couple of pitches for Arenado. Oh. I don't think you got what it takes. Oh yeah? Yeah. And taking on his salary, <laughs> I mean, and taking on that salary. Yeah, he's, yeah, but that salary is going to be nothing in no. in, in five no. years. You think about that salary. Hey, hey, he's going to be. Okay. He'll be making more. <laughs> he'll be making more than whatever you give Freddie Freeman per year. He'll be making like right. twice as much in a couple of years as what you're paying Acuna. Yeah, that that allows you the ability to go. I know, but man, it's not playing Acuna, nothing, and Albies. But unless you get the Rockies to pay some of that, geez, that's a huge contract, man. You will. The Rockies are going. The Rockies may not be a franchise in five years. <laughs> they keep getting pitches to try and go there and blowing them up, and then so, you know, ruining people's. I like Arenado. You're right, uh, but I do. I know they like all, some of the guys. Really like Austin Riley. Think he's going to be really good. I know he's. Still can be frustrating, but that's your DH, man. That's your DH. He's too good defensively. But he was good. He was good at third base too. Yeah. yeah, he's not bad at third Prime, base. He's not Arenado. Uh, well, I know nobody, nobody is. is. He's pretty damn good though. Talk about the Brooks Robinson. How about, <laughs> how about uh? I don't know, man. That's Arenado's got 35, 35, 35, 32, and twenty seven left on that deal. Oh, it's huge. It's we're not seeing any contract like that. That's a lot. Anytime. It's like 150 left on there. Yeah, it's probably it's big. How about how about if uh, I know you need a righty behind Freddie, but Darno plays a lot of games. He's not like last year how they split it between him and Tyler. You know, the year before they split the catching duties in half basically the last three years. I think Darno's going to catch about 130 right. games next year, 120 like uh, Yachty. If he hits like he did, you could have him behind Freddie. Yeah, yeah, you need yeah, but you need an extra punch. So. Get Brantley or uh, how about Jock Peterson, man? Look at his numbers against two years ago. That dude, he was a beast, man, against right-handers. Jock Peterson. You don't want a platoon guy hitting behind your three-hole. No, guy. I'm not talking about platoon. I'm not. I'm not guy. talking about platoon behind Freddie. I'm talking about in left field with Duvall. Yeah, with Duvall. that works. And then you worry about the other thing. That's why I said Darno. I'd have Darno 
when he's catching hid behind Freddie. It's not ideal, but well, you don't you right. can't count on Darno every day either. You know, just he, Ozuna's in there every day. Well, yeah, and you so you got that backup for Freddie every single right. day. But you're not going to like to have you get another right handed bat like like Ozuna, but there is no right handed bat like Ozuna. Yeah. There's Ozuna. Well, I didn't think Ozuna was going to do what Ozuna <laughs> did no. either. So I didn't think Josh Donaldson yeah. was going to do what Josh Donaldson did. You're so right. you know, there's 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 names out there that may shock us, and and yep. and Alex being Alex might be able to go out there and yep. go, you know what? I'll turn this guy into a diamond and he see what happens. He finds him, man. Um, and the other thing is, yep. Freddie, the DH thing also obviously affects him more than just Ozuna too, because they'll bat Freddie second again if there's a DH, but they're not going to bat him second if there's no DH because it doesn't make any sense. Right, right. So, ah, man, a lot depends on that DH situation. So if you say you like Springer, say they go get Springer, do you put him in the leadoff spot or do you put him in the floor? I'm bad Acuna leadoff period, end of story. Yeah, I'm not moving forever. anybody in Acuna's yeah. spot. But he can bat fourth. Okay. Yeah, he can yeah. bat fourth. Springer's yeah he's he's intimidating and powerful enough to to have that presence behind Freddie to get Freddie pitched to yeah I'm not playing Acuna's the leadoff man for until further notice no matter what you can't move him out of that for whatever reason I mean if something works like that you just don't mess with it you know Sites was talking about him man you know he doesn't never complain or ask out of the lineup but it was obvious that that wrist thing bothered him it was only a two month season so it pretty much bothered him the whole year and look at Ozzy you know his wrist. He wasn't the same guy. Yeah. For for them to to rank second in the majors behind the Dodgers in homers and runs with so little out of Ozzy, you know, I mean, he missed five weeks, and then Acuna wasn't himself for half the season, and then Freddie first two weeks yeah. wasn't Freddie coming off COVID. It's pretty impressive to do what they did. I think with given the circumstances, but that's also what makes that's what makes the Dodgers, I think, so impressive. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> You know, it's it's the guys that it's the guys that you don't think about that have an impact. You know, it's not just the, yeah. the main. Obviously, there are the names there, but you know, it's Your the Muncie's. it's the Taylors and and these yeah, sorts of Taylor. guys that you're like, oh, who are these? Like, where are they? Come and that's from? where that two hundred million dollar payroll comes in nice too. Yeah, you afford to spend a little more on yeah. filling out the roster too. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. gonna have a tough time justifying to their fans why they didn't keep that team together if they let guys like Peterson go because of money. You know. Yeah. If they don't get somebody better, but it's going to be interesting. They, I heard their their names thrown around with Arenado. I'm like, I mean, it's just hand pick. It's like the the Yankees yeah. and the Red Sox back in the day. Yeah. They just go and grab whoever they wanted from every team. Like, oh, take you, take the you. Dodgers are the Yankees now. The Dodgers are the Yankees now with yeah. the money because the Yankees aren't spending like yeah. they used to, and the Dodgers they could spend what they want, especially after winning the World Series, man. Yeah, their TV rating is going to be through the roof on that. Provided there's, provided there's games. There, yeah. There should, there should. I mean, I can't say should, but I don't see. It. Yeah. I just hope that 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 this vaccine is is worth its weight in gold, and we can just go about our lives a little bit normal. Yeah. I think it's going to be it's games a long, regardless. Long ride. Maybe they have the uh, you know the. Of one third stadium field, or whatever, like they're doing football. But there's, I think it's going to be games right. regardless. How's that going for football? Has there been any kind of? It varies. You look at some places you know? and they don't keep the students apart. Like you look at a place like Kansas State and the students are just jammed together and they go on the field. And, yeah. And then other places, like you look at like Notre Dame and they're spread out where, you know, it looks like they're actually abiding by it. So I don't know. I think it's just yeah. kind of random. And same thing in the NFL. 
some places are empty, you know, like New York, they're not allowing fans in the other places, you know, there's yeah. pockets of them. They're leaving it up to the local, you know, the 49ers got to find another place to play. Their County just said no contact sports for the next three weeks. Oh, Nancy. So they can't play at home. Yeah. California's kind of doing whatever yeah. they want. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Dodgers were lucky. They were able to get that in, get everything in. So how many people are fleeing California right now? It's everybody. We're going to Seattle? No, they're going to Arizona and Texas. Yeah. Nashville. Seattle's too expensive now. <laughs> Man, it's great. We're probably gonna move out of here too. I mean it, it's you pay so much money just to live in the rain. I don't understand it. Eric, Eric, come to Atlanta. I'd love to. It's just too Why far away from not? It's, it's too far away family? from family for my wife. Dude, but I would love to. I'd be there Eric, in a heartbeat. I have friends. I don't play. have any friends out here. That's where the players play. It's I know. For a couple of years. <laughs> I know. You get a, Think about this. a house in Atlanta is probably oh, man. You could have 25% of the here, cost dude. here. You get a mansion here for yeah. a bucks. Yeah. Oh, easy. You, you you won't even have to worry about working for the rest of your life if you move to Atlanta. My house would probably cost 500000 in Atlanta, and it costs three point two now here. You should come, Eric. You could yeah. you could work uh, do a little clinic at the uh, – you know. Over by East Cobb or something. All these guys have clinics. You get clinics, baseball. dude. They'll be on Fox Sports. They'll oh, be yeah. on a pregame show with me. We'd they want you. Nah, everyone. TV's not for me. TV is definitely for you. Nah, I don't want to do that. I like this. I, I like chilling with Dave. <laughs> yeah, we don't want him to go to TV, man. Shut up. <laughs> hey, you're telling me he can't do an hour podcast twice a week and do TV? There's a lot of hours in the day, Dave. Hey, so here, look at it. I'm getting busy now, man, with my kid doing online school. I got the two-year-old from like 10 a.m. till 3. Mm, that's a grind. It's just a grind. He's awesome, but yeah. man, he's it does, they don't take plays off. Two-year-olds don't take any plays off. I got off. girls, man. I got girls. So, you know, you can you can reason with a girl. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like boys are just like <laughs> button heads. Hulk Hogan and just maniacs. You know what it's like, Dave, having a boy is like if you ever had a friend get too drunk at a party and you had to get him through the night, you know, <laughs> like every time you lay him down, he gets back up and then he falls down the stairs and you're just like, it's like, it's like babysitting a drunk friend for years, uh, <laughs> not just oh that night, God, you know, it's it, like so good. every time I put him down or if, if my wife's out of the house and it's just me and him, I take my eyes off him. He'll jump down the stairs face first, wood stairs. Like he just has no survival instinct. You know, you can't take your eyes off of him. You put them down, you think they're out, and then all of a sudden they're running around the house again. It's just like that when your buddy gets too drunk at a party. <laughs> yeah. That's so good. I've lost my daughter a few times, and she's just sitting in her room reading a book. You know, it's like, yeah, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> hey, look at these stats on Charlie, by the way. Get, get this. Through his age 32 season, 46 and 71 with a 4.54 ERA, 1.441 whip. 84 ERA plus for you analytically inclined. Uh, that's through his age 32 season, 2016. He had 630 strikeouts, 337 walks, and 893 innings, right? Since then, since the beginning of 2017, he's 47 and 18 with a 3.34 ERA, 1.159 whip, 127 ERA plus. 646 strikeouts and 181 walks in 546 innings. More strikeouts in 350 less innings. And ha- almost half as many walks. Hmm. 
That's crazy. What year did he go to Houston? 17, I and think. One year and, uh, well, the injury year in Philly, and then he went to Houston in 17. 17. They figured something out before the rest of us. Man. They figured something out, obviously, more than trash cans, but they, they figured something out to do with pitches, too. Um, well, the stuff he did. Same thing Bauer figured yeah, out this stuff year. stuff he did with Kranitz and the yeah, other, yeah, the other no coach shit. in Philly, and then he goes to Houston, and, you know, they dive all the way into the analytics and all that, kind of like when Verlander yeah. went there. Yeah. But he says it started there with uh, Philly in that shortened season when he – he had never struck out more than 7.2 per nine innings. And in that brief time with the Phillies, he had 9.9 strikeouts per nine. And then it went up each of his next three years, two with Houston and one with Tampa Bay. Wow. <laughs> you used to learn how to harness that curveball. Like that's, it's a good time for it's it. Like, it's a good time yeah. to be a fast a four-seam curveball guy. Yeah, that's what Garrett Cole changed, As too. Garrett Cole to was sinker. throwing all those two-seamers in Pittsburgh. Yeah. He, Cole was throwing a ton of two-seamers in Pittsburgh and getting hit. He went to Houston, just started throwing more four-seamers, and 300 mil later, he's looking pretty good. I heard Huddy talking about that in an interview the other day. You know, He's Auburn baseball coach now, and he was talking about if he was in today's game, how much tougher it would be for him with a sinker ball. Because well, it's, okay it's okay to fly out and strike out now, so hitters don't have to necessarily focus on hitting those ground balls and putting it in play. Uh-huh. You just don't get those easy outs. I, I felt the same way toward the end of my career. I used to get so many rollover ground balls on the sinker, and then all of a sudden it's a line drive into right center. And if you do get your strikeout, yeah. you know, it's, it's harder to get the double play ball. These guys are willing to swing and miss and pop up. He said uh, – Yeah, I felt like 18. I just got my shit pushed in, so and I, I don't know what happened. Yeah, the game just changed. I mean, guys stopped swinging. It just it became so tolerable to to strike out and pop up if as long as you were getting those homers, guys could really sell out against a sinker guy. Yeah, he said Makes he sense. said he went to Philly and Rick Cranus, who was a bullpen coach at that time, and Bob McClure, who was the pitching coach. They were the first guys to pull up the numbers for my curveball, and they suggested that I throw my curveball a lot more. But unfortunately, the Philly yeah. thing didn't really work out because he blew his hammy out. But I went to to Houston. There was more of that. There was more of, hey, throw the curveball, throw the four-seamer. And I actually was throwing a good deal harder before he left Philly. So there you go. Right. Yeah, I think that's where I got in trouble is because I in in Kansas City, I relied very heavily on my slider. Yep. And then for some reason, when I came to Atlanta, I forgot what the reason why I had success in Kansas City and decided to try and overpower guys with an 88-mile-an-hour sinker that did not play very well. <laughs> Does not work. <laughs> That's not it. That is not it. He uh, he said that uh, – he said it all came together in uh, Houston. If I can find his stuff. Oh, shit. A lot of guys have made it all come together in Houston. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody was talking the other day about how would I, how would that affect my, because I have a hard line on the uh, steroid guy. So how would that affect me when these Houston guys come up for the Hall of Fame? Like Altuve. And, and what one they mentioned was Verlander. I'm like, Verlander's a pitcher, man. They weren't no. banging on yeah. the trash cans right. for the pitchers. <laughs> yeah. But hey, it'll be. You still a hard line on the steroids, yeah, Dave? It'll be something you have to think about with the with Altuve. I mean, but I, you know, as far as we know, it was one season, one and a half seasons, whatever. It's not like he did his whole career. 
But it's something you got to... You say that about uh, steroids, but too. But they consciously cheated. I mean, it's something you got to think yeah. about. You got to make your own... Yeah, I think it's got to fall okay, into so the same... Make, how do you not have that same mindset with, it has with to. the asteroids? With asteroids? <laughs> that's how that's how <laughs> Latin dudes say steroids. <laughs> asteroid. <laughs> I'm 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 fascinated by this argument, by the way. Uh, so I would really like to on, dive into on, this with you, if we can. Hold on one second. Sure, I can. I want to get to this uh, this okay. this one quote Charlie had because I lost my thing there. And uh, I I just I just go ahead. Keep talking. Circle back to at every stage of Major League Baseball, there has been something that guys relied on that yep. wasn't legal to get yeah. them through. Here's that. Yeah, steroids. Greenies. Greenies, would you rather have steroids, greenies or steroids, Moilo? Before we get to that, uh, I'll just read this, this yeah. one quote from Charlie. <laughs> well, just give me a combo of both. Just give me a yeah. cocktail of both. And yeah. I'll run I, I, the so. argument I'm making is that those greenies are pretty beneficial too, you know, getting through a season. Uh, look, sure. This, this quote from, and then I'll move back to this, but this quote from Charlie said, so I think it all came together when I got in Houston because I felt healthy. I'd had both my hips fixed, my elbow, I'd had the TJ. I just felt better. My delivery felt a lot cleaner. And over time, my delivery has become a lot better, more efficient, more repeatable. I don't think you can pick out any one season or any one thing that I've done. I think it was just a culmination of years of just trying to figure things out, whether that was the pitch mix, my delivery, and even getting in the weight room and trying to do some different things and just getting in better shape. So I just wanted to wrap that up. Love it. Uh, I love it. That makes that listen, sense. The, uh, the thing, you know, there's no, there's no, obvious and clear and who's right or wrong on this guys have to decide for themselves what they think is more important what is cheating what is not cheating what gave you the advantage what hurt other people um and 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 i just made the line in the sand for me was choosing to do steroids which even though they weren't against baseball rules they were against the law in the u.s you were actually against the law to have non-prescribed steroids. So you can make that argument, but you were breaking the law. So is smoking pot, Dave. Yeah. Greenies are illegal too. Uh, Snow is smoking pot. You're gonna you're gonna keep someone out of that. That's not a performance enhancer for baseball. Smoking pot. Bullshit. Bull Yeah, it is. Okay. Okay. You telling me you're not getting a good night's sleep every night? Sure you are. That's a recovery enhancer. You're right. Listen, here's what I'm saying about greenies. It always comes back to greenies. Greenies were popular in the game in the 50s and 60s, especially because you played day games all the time after night games. You took fuck. You took trains. You didn't stay first class. You didn't have uh, you didn't have uh, uh, charter jets. Fans. You only played 140 games, too. They played 154, but then they went to 162. But the thing is, fans didn't come out and see guys. They didn't have uh, they didn't have the load. Uh, things either where guys rest 30 games your stars look at the games played by the stars back then fans came to the game every day knowing that hank aaron was going to be in the lineup willie mays was going to be in the lineup unless he had a blown out knee or something but they weren't just going to be rested you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and greenies were part of the game part of the culture of the game you i would and i would argue that greenies are a lot closer to slamming two or three red bulls than they are doing massive steroids and changing your body composition <laughs> You change your no, body no, composition. Have greenie? Greenie I have that one. Legit, I have, that one. <laughs> have a greenie and then come and talk to me. Dude, I've done speed, okay? Have a greenie and, and then do And I've done some other stuff you, too. I've done some gun. other stuff too. But I look at Barry Bonds when he weighed 185 pounds. He was the best <laughs> player in the game. And was the MVP. He was the best player in the game. And he was on the path to Hall of Fame. If he had not gone to San Francisco, he would have been a borderline Hall of Fame already. 
But that doesn't change mm-hmm. the fact that he consciously made himself into a 245, 50-pound home run hitting otherworldly, the best player in the game, added 50 pounds of muscle. It gave him a ridiculous <laughs> advantage over all the other players. Nobody else had Dave. a chance. Dave, bullshit. Every No pitcher had I a chance against Barry Bonds. No pitcher had a chance against Barry Bonds. Except for the guys that were doing juice themselves. You tell me that pitchers weren't getting all that shit? What's, what, show me a pitcher that dominated Barry Bonds during those years. Kevin Brown. He didn't dominate Barry Bonds. Well, who dominates? He dominated everyone no, else. But nobody no dominated Barry Bonds because they didn't have a chance. Who dominates Mike Trout now? Mike Trout is a normal guy. Who Mike Trout, Trout has now? normal weeks where he goes, look at his numbers. Mike Trout's numbers aren't not even the best in the majors last year. Barry Bonds' were otherworldly, were so much better than everybody else in the majors, and he was 38 years old. Come on, man. (laughs) He was 40 years old. He was the best player in the game, hands down. You can't. Stop yelling at me. You cannot punish the guy (laughs) just because he was better than everyone before he started I can punish the guy for consciously cheating year after year after year in San Francisco. Okay, so punish. There are guys that are in the Hall of Fame right now that I know for a fact took steroids, and you cannot tell me otherwise. You're telling me that there's guys in that. I didn't vote for them. And if I had known for a fact that they did steroids, I wouldn't have voted for them. All I can do is vote on the guys. I can't go on, like, the fact that Ty Cobb was a racist, okay, or that so-and-so beat his wife or whatever. All I can do right. is, you know, and, and I'm not, and I hate Kurt Schilling's politics. I can't stand him as an individual, but I'm voting for him for the Hall of Fame. Right. You know what I mean? Because he didn't cheat. Right. He didn't cheat to give himself an advantage. To me, that's the line but of the sand. But there are guys that are in the Hall of Fame that did But I didn't cheat. vote for him. And you know that But they I did. didn't vote for him. Okay. Who but, did? Who do okay, I know? Who do one, I know you, in the Hall of Fame did steroids? Who? Who? I don't. I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus. But I, there's but not obvious there guys, guys like Barry from- Bonds. There's not obvious guys like Barry Bonds. I would argue there's like a Mike Schmidt. If you're going to talk about somebody like that, you know, and and no, I, and I don't have. 90s, and I'm not associating him with players. steroids at all, Mike Schmidt. I'm just saying he was clearly better than everybody else. For- mid 90s to mid 2000s, anybody that was in the Hall of Fame that was playing from the mid 90s to the mid 2000s. There's a good shot. I would just have to say that there's a chance that they there's may a good have chance. had a look and gone, you know what? I'm going to try this. I probably would have done that's it. That's what I'm oh, saying. And I'm not arguing, is, and I'm not arguing otherwise because more people than, than not did them then, at least off, at least tried them. That's exactly my but point. But I don't know. Right? I don't so, know which players did that made them clearly better than everybody right. else. And Barry Bonds, I know, that's did what, it. That's what my argument is. That's what my argument is, is there are going to be guys that missed You're the right. testing or somehow were able to maneuver their way through there. And that's not fair that just because Barry Bond's numbers were so much better than everybody else before he started to take steroids, and then they got bloated because of steroids, yep. there are guys that wouldn't have been in the Hall of Fame if they didn't take steroids. Or even in the but league. But they did, and they made it. You, you might be right. You might be right. They, right. The last hundred home runs they got, or they might have got an extra home runs because of doing steroids. But like I said, I didn't vote. We talked this. Gary Sheffield is the second best all-around player that I've covered on the teams I've covered behind Chipper. Mm. I hate not voting for Gary Sheffield. And he did not give himself the advantage like Barry did, I don't think, for half his career. But I know he did the cream. He said he did it by accident, but he did it when he was training with Barry Bonds. So I can't be a hypocrite and vote for Mm. Gary Sheffield when I don't vote for Bonds. That's just me. 
a lot of guys don't agree with mm. me. And like Roger Clemens. Yeah. Roger yeah. Clemens was the best pitcher. I respect pitcher. that he yeah. at least admitted Roger it. Roger Clemens you is know, the best he pitcher. He could have just lied. You know, he's the best pitcher. No doubt. Seven, seven Cy Young Awards. And he's not in the Hall of Fame. So that's my point. But it, I'm not it, voting for him for the it, same reason. It was reason. just a period. Pettit. It was just a period of Pettit the game. It was tarnished I'm by. I'm not voting for Pettit. He did it. Even if, even okay. if only so, once or twice. That's my point. You are going to, you are going to actively leave out guys that should be in the Hall of Fame based on one decision that was, what was just a, a, a period of the game where that. Well, look, I'll look on. at it this way. There's no denying. I'll look at it this way. There's three guys we're talking about to me that are clearly Hall of Famers. Otherwise, their numbers are like glaring because one's the best hitter of all time, statistically, like mm-hmm. with Babe Ruth, and the other one's seven Cy Young Awards, right? Yeah. How many would yeah. Roger Clemens have won if we're not? Boston got rid of him because they thought he was on the downside of his career, and he went on and became better. Right. So I don't know. <laughs> but here's the thing. How about guys we that also should be in the Hall of Fame that aren't in the Hall of Fame because their numbers don't quite stack up? To those guys. Fred McGriff. Yeah. Fred Murphy. McGriff. He would have 500 home yeah. runs if not for the strike. Fred McGriff never even was had a whiff of any association with anything illegal off the field with anything controversial. But you he pales next to when yeah. you compare him with some of those guys, the home runs. Fred McGriff should be in the Hall of Fame. Dale Murphy won two MVPs. Yeah. He should be in the Hall of Fame. But that's my argument. But they're not in it. That's also my argument. And they're yeah, not they, even on the ballot anymore. Right. But what if Fred McGriff took greenies right. and played yeah, three well, more years? How would you feel about that, Dave? 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 If he took greenies and played three more years? Yeah. If he played till he was 40, dude. What if he played three more? So did I. I, I don't yeah. think he was going to take greenies and Boiler play three, three more years. <laughs> or if I mean, he just if he take greenies take- and, and played more games or put up more numbers, you know? I don't know that Fred McGriff would have put up 20 more home runs taking greenies. I think he would have been a lot more alert. What if he did, though? What if that was allowed him, what had allowed him to play to lose? But I wouldn't know that. But we don't know. That's, I that's know Barry Potts hit 70 yeah, home that, runs Dave's whole because thing he is did if, steroids. Yeah, Dave's whole thing is if he knows he can't. He, he can't Because he would have hit 40 to 45 at that point of his career tops without steroids. And he hit 70, and he broke Hank Aaron's record, which is criminal right there. He broke Hank Aaron's record, man. Hank Aaron is expunged from the record book as the all-time home run leader because Barry Bonds took massive (laughs) amounts of steroids. I mean, we were pretty extreme with it. It it (laughs) Yeah, look, he's a bad example, but I'm just saying that there are other guys. I agree with you, but I don't know that they did them. You know, you can't go from a size seven and a quarter to eight and three quarters. (laughs) There's borderline borderline guys that there's pretty guys. Some guys are absolutely convinced did them. I know one catcher that everybody thinks did them. Yeah, he's in. He got in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah he put well. He put on some muscle, Dave. I saw the back acne. He was with the Marlins for a, a week. I yeah. saw the back acne. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So that, might have just been a bad that, massage. That's a tough one, man. It is tough. You know, I I kind of go back and forth and how I feel about it. You know, for me, that the part mm. where I really draw the line is once they started testing. You know the stuff A Rod did, the stuff Barry did. Right. The guys that Manny, the guys Manny that tested twice had advanced twice. doctors helping them beat a system is totally different. And you have to right. figure that at that point they're competing against a lot less guys that are on the same stuff versus during the period where there was just no testing, like when McGuire started taking that Andrew stuff and everybody was yep. getting huge. 
Yeah, I don't look yeah. down on that as much as a guy hiring a doctor and beating a system because then, then the playing field is even lower that you're competing against. And, and yet, and how about the guys that are being and left out, like uh, like McGuire? Sosa got no chance to get in the Hall of Fame. No Sosa chance. Six hundred something homers. Sheffield, too. Sheffield. Look at Sheffield's numbers. Yeah. Hall of Fame across yeah. the board. So guys are but they're not getting voted in because of steroids, right? Yeah. But but they're not even close. Right. But the thing that makes Barry Bonds and Clemens right. get in, uh, that makes people argue how good they vehemently were for them, was yeah, how good they were before. But then their numbers are so overwhelming. But the other guys aren't even close to getting in. But their numbers say they should be in. Gary Sheffield's numbers are Hall of Fame numbers. Yeah. And he ain't even close. And he won't get in with the Veterans let me, Committee. Let me ask you one question. He won't get in with the Veterans Committee. Let me ask you one question. It is it is relatively known about cortisone and the amount of cortisone thrown around clubhouses, right? That's that, that to me is different. What's the you're difference? You're allowing yourself to play. Why? You're, you're, okay, you're masking so pain. Is, you're masking injuries you, to play. All you're do- you're not changing your body right. composition. Your very body composition is changed when you do mat- the steroids right. like Barry Bonds did. And you're able to work out like okay, he did. Okay, but what are you doing? He got huge. Right. You don't get that right. freakishly large without but doing them. Roger's body didn't one's change much. One's to prevent feel. The other one's to prevent injury, too. Like, it's a lot of it has to do with injury prevention as to why people were doing it, too, Dave. Barry Bonds wasn't doing it to prevent injury. You play 162 Barry games Bonds in 180 days. Barry Bonds got hurt man, because he was grown. doing them. He tore his tricep because he got so big. <laughs> Initially, remember the tricep? Oh, what was that injury? It just blew. It just blew. <laughs> Barry Bonds' tricep yeah. blew. You know, Clemens' yeah. body didn't change that much. Look at look at A-Rod. Look at all the, break, the stuff he was breaking down late in his career. Injuries that you never would have in your 30s like he was having. Hip. It's just my disdain for A-Rod that will never – I would never go to – Well, he won't get in because of steroids, so, so that's a good thing, right? But he's trying his best. I'll <laughs> tell you what. I'll tell you, he might – Rob Manfred, Rob Manfred might let no him way. in. He's letting him do everything no else. No way he gets in. He's the face of postseason. That's baseball. fine, but we get Alex we get to vote. But we get to we get to vote for him, and he ain't our face. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think the right. players' committee would would put him in either. I, I don't think any anybody. I, I think that the players, old time players too, especially. I think they look at steroids yeah. completely different than greenies, just like you do. Yeah, and that's right. borderline. But the old time players also look at what they did. Like I feel like sometimes. The older players, you know, forget yeah. that their numbers were like it's it's sort of like a boys club, and I get it. It's the Hall of Fame. It's not the it's not the Hall of Great Players. Yeah. It's the it's the best yeah. of the best, right? I understand that, but there are some players that are in from years past that would not even get a sniff. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. It's it's harder so, to put up numbers. You know, hey, uh, you know what? The interesting thing is how that's changed into the perception of players regarding like Bonds and Clemens, because mm-hmm. the Hall of Famers, the old guys, they thought they've said that if they get elect- voted in, they'll stop coming to the ceremony right. if those guys come. Right. There's some of them that feel that strongly. Well, in but, 20 years, they won't have to worry like, about what's it. But what's his? But uh, what's the the dude that does uh, that keep uh, Tibbs that does a great job keeping track of the uh, of the Hall of Fame ballots mm-hmm. on Twitter, Mister Tibbs, that yeah. guy. Well, he sent out, I don't know if you guys got him, but he sent out polls to any players that wanted yeah. him to vote. It's just an informal thing. He sent that to me. And I was looking at him. Most of the players, Clemens and Bonds yeah. are in. Yeah. The current players. 100%. The older players, no. It's almost the there other way. There was one guy that but didn't the vote current for players, anyone. Most of them are there in. There was one guy that said, there's no one on this Hall of Fame ballot that deserves to be in. And I'm like, 
A current player? Really? No, no, no. no. An older no player. That was a guy in the committee. Oh, yeah, that oh, was a guy that's already oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. come on, Oh, that's dude. ridiculous. That's like the guy that's in the VIP room. I saw that room, too. The I think, I, the teammates I, no, 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 buddy. I'm Billy Wagner. Sure. For me, Billy Wagner's a no-brainer. Oh. Andrew? To me, he is, and he hadn't even got over like 34%. Andrew? Andrew's the same way. To me, both of them are – Andrew, obviously, to me, is slam dunk, but he isn't even close right. yet. I think he's yeah. going to get a big jump this year. Yeah. He should because, you know, they cleared out a lot of the guys. Yeah. Billy Wags should get a big jump this year. Yeah. I, I, we talked about this on the last podcast. Billy Wags' uh, numbers across the board were better than Trevor Hoffman's. He just didn't stick around for four or five more right. years. Yeah, he could have. Trevor played twenty two years. Yeah. yeah, Billy had three, four more years left in him yeah, that, when he was in Atlanta with that us Hernia, that last man. year. He was throwing ninety five, ninety six, ninety seven, just rocket balls from his earlobe. That was impressive to yeah. watch. Yeah, some of the guys on uh, – yeah, I, I've got some guys on there that I've voted for that, that I don't know why they haven't got more. I know Jeff Kent, everybody just disliked him. <laughs> and I know he wasn't great defensively. But you look at his numbers for a second baseman. Yeah, he I mean, it's it's crazy. He changed the second baseman. It's crazy that bit. he's not in. He did. He did. He changed middle infield. There weren't any sluggers like that when he did yeah. it. I vote for him. I vote for Andrew. I vote for Billy Wags. No, you, you, uh, you, can't, be, you can't be a position player and not, not throw at – 25 tanks now. Well, that's how it was in yeah. the steroid era, too. Yeah. You didn't put them in your lineup on the video games if they didn't hit 30. <laughs> yeah. What was that guy's name? Greg Dowd? Mike Dowd? Someone Dowd? John Dowd. John Dowd. MVP baseball. Yeah. That was Barry. But Barry, Barry, for some reason, was banned from the – No, the, because he wasn't part of the he, player association. Why? I don't know because he was banned. I can't remember why. I think that's what it was, right, Dave? Dave, why wasn't Barry part of the Players Association? Barry Bonds was part of the Players Association. I think he just wanted – I he think he just cash. wouldn't sign to, to be on residuals. video games. He wouldn't he be on residuals. video games or certain things unless he got paid more than everybody <laughs> that's what else. we should have done, huh? I tried it. I ain't going on MLB The Show. I ain't sitting in that thing where you take a video of my head and then – No, I, I actually – Hey, you want to know how realistic those things are? One of my ears is smaller on uh, – <laughs> You guys can't see it, but one of my ears is really? smaller. Wow! On MLB the uh, show, on the video game. <laughs> yeah, that's great. My wife zoomed in on it one day just to check. That's awesome. That's fantastic. <sighs> oh well, so there's no easy answer, there's man. Not. I don't. I, it, it, I, you know, all you can do is. It, but here's the thing: is you you can't you can't defend it or 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 make a case. You, this is how you're going to vote or whatever, right. and then change it year to that's, year. I, those people that are wishy washy. Right. They change yeah. two years later. They're like, I've come around on Barry Bonds. No, you can't come around right. on it. You either feel one way or you don't. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? People can change their opinions. Well, too. you can get, but just like, yeah, you, you can, can change just like your mind in any subject. On lesser players, you can. Right. You can on lesser players, I think. Guys that are borderline. But I think Bonds and Clemens, you, you can't change two or three years from now. You can't be Nothing adamant changes, about it. Yeah. Nothing changes with them. No, but, they well, were the best. Okay, so they were the best. Do you remember the, you remember the Mitchell report? What was in two thousand and four when they did that random um the, the, the drug test? What percentage of the player tested? Anonymous body? testing. Yeah. It was a lot. It's supposed to be anonymous. What percentage I, of the Hey, I'm gonna be in, I'm gonna be interested to see what happens with David Ortiz. Yeah, because he was in that, I think. He's got a link, man. Mm. And, but everybody loved David Ortiz. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what that nice so guy factor. Nobody liked Barry Bonds. I think he's going to go in as David Arias. <laughs> <laughs> right. Three steroids. Well, this all started. 
This all started with Altuve, though, Dave. You know, cheating for one year, and it's not even proven. Yeah, you did. know, he didn't admit to it. I guess it did, but. and that's the thing. It's the thing is, we really don't have any proof at all with Altuve. That's MLB, yeah. nothing. That's nothing. So unless somebody comes out and says something between now and when he goes up for the Hall of Fame, I can't you, say. Yeah, that one year though, he might have had a buzzer under his uniform. Uh, they banged on the trash cans. That helped. But how much did it help? We don't know. Some of those guys had better splits on the road. Yeah. You know, they should have been punished because they cheated. But for the Hall of Fame individuals, you got. I think you got to look inside. Did it really help them? Were they making the decision? Because you know, you guys know better than me the pressure there is on a on a teammate to go. We got to stop this. I mean, you got to have pretty be be pretty ballsy if the whole team yeah. is they're on a roll. You're winning. You're going to be the guy that says, you know. We got to stop this. Nobody did know. it, you know. It's- Nobody did it, and there's some pretty tough guys on that team too, like McCann. Yeah, yeah. So I don't, there's a lot of pressure. I don't even I know. I mean, that. do you think the pitchers knew? Do you think the pitchers were aware of what was? I mean, starters may may have been aware of what was going on. I don't know about the bullpen. Yeah, guys. I don't even know. Uh, well, I don't know. I think it'd be kind of hard to miss it. You know, you're walking in and out of the tunnel, yeah. and it's like, why you hear it. the hell yeah, you hear is Gurriel keep hitting that they have trash can with a bat every? You know, and they put that TV monitor in the thing that wasn't there before, yeah. so guys could sit there. And yeah, watch it you know, even if if a visiting pitcher, I don't know if you've seen the video of Farquhar. Yeah, when he steps off, stepping yeah. off and changing the signs because he could hear it. Yeah. You know, if you're in your dugout all year long hearing a trash can, you know, it's it's hard to claim innocence for anybody. In but that I'm situation. not gonna. I'm not keeping somebody out of the Hall of Fame because they knew it was happening come on no he but, wasn't but pitcher's not benefiting from no 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 no. but if they're about participating that. absolutely not no right no we're talking about Altuve but I oh, guess yeah, you yeah. know it, it's kind of it's going to be the same thing as suspend suspe- you know people that were suspected of steroid use you know if, if you don't think if Sheffield didn't say yeah the Balco cream if he just denied it or Roger Clemens like never everybody admitted else did it. yeah yeah exactly yeah everybody else, like you almost chef should almost get in for being honest about it because it's almost more believable when a guy says he only did it once than no never you know Clemens yeah. has never really admitted to it. it but Altuve if he never admits to it that suspicion is still going to be there sure it's going to cloud his career yeah. fortunately or not but he's got a cloudy world series ring yeah, yeah, I never does. got one. You know, if he plays another five, six years and puts up great numbers, people will get over one hundred percent. It'll be all people cutting about. It'll still yeah. be the yeah. the, yeah. the trash throws, but it, it will certainly his personal performance yeah. will be forgotten about. Yeah, he's, he's, not over Nelson Cruz. he's not. He's not, not going to be shoeless Joe. You know, Nelson Cruz failed a couple times, I think, yep. once or twice. Yeah, he did. Yep. Nobody cares. Nope, he got popped. It, Cabrera. it really is crazy how. Yeah. We talked about Melky last time, I think. Weren't we talking about that last time, yeah. Dave? How he was yeah. he was in how Atlanta. How soft pudgy he was here. He was went out there and, and he was rock hard. <laughs> he went to Atlanta, uh, Kansas Penn. City the next year. We saw him going – no, Kansas City. Oh, was it? He went from from uh, us to Kansas City for one year and he and turned into Bo Jackson. With, yeah. And then he went to San Fran for Giants. There. Yeah. Got a good contract with the Giants. Well, I know one guy that didn't do him. Pablo Sandoval. <laughs> yeah, you don't know that. <laughs> Dude, if he did him, he did the worst steroids that anybody ever bought. Maybe he got off him. Yeah, he, maybe he didn't. What a guy, he man. He didn't follow the instructions very well. <laughs> <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't use them in the right place. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that dude, man. He's a trip. What, what, how about those two contracts? Hanley Ramirez and Pablo Sandoval for the Red Sox. 
Wow. Yeah, those cost them. Mm-hmm. The, the biggest thing for them is trading Mookie Betts, man. That's going to be. Oh, yeah, because their I, fan base, that was a signal to their fan base. Right. You know? So bad for baseball, too. You know, when the, when one of the best players in the game can't be held by one of the biggest markets. Yeah. And, and one of the premier franchises in the game, yeah. too, yeah. you know? I mean, Fenway Park is a cash cow. Come on. Yeah. You know, you're making money hand over fist. The place is sold out every game. You have the highest average ticket price. Yeah. You got a great TV contract. That's a guy you build around. Yeah, that's stupid. Especially with Pedroia hurt. You know, he's done. They should have given Mookie a lifetime there. Yeah. I, I mean, but, yeah, just you know, for, for a while there, it looked like the Cubs had the two worst contracts, but then Hugh Darvish all of a sudden was living up to his. Yeah. So now it's just Jason, yeah. but they had Jason and Hugh Darvish two years ago. We're like, Holy, the money they're spending on those two guys. And Jay Hay was pretty good last year. 60 game season. It wasn't even, he started out really good. Yeah. He started out good and then he fell off, but you're right. Early on, he was really good. He, had, he was hitting some bombs early. Oh, there's no one else. It's going to yeah, it's it's weird after playing with Jay Hay, man. I want him on my team no matter what. Yeah. You know, the finances aren't my business, but the, just being around that guy every day and, and how he plays, I, I think the best example is that speech he, he was gave in the World Series or whatever that, that supposedly fired the team up and everything. Yeah. But During the rain delay? When you're pitching and he's in right field, man, you feel like you could throw anything to the left side of the plate and it's not getting down out there. Yeah, between him and but he's going to have a hard time living up to that deal. Him at right and Simber at short. That's like here you go. Yeah, oh, here man. you go. Throw hit strikes. It. Hit it. Good luck. <laughs> yeah, Simba's a free agent, man. Yeah, is he really? Yeah. Yeah. Be interested to see where he goes. I don't think he's coming back to Atlanta, but that'd be. No. I hope he's in this division just to watch him. Mm. It'd be bad for the Braves, but. He's fun to watch. He takes some hacks, guy, man. man. I remember facing him. Yeah, I remember does. facing him when I was in Kansas City. Just he just taking daddy hacks. I was like, "You son of a bitch!" You knew <laughs> every time. Yeah. We were talking about that last time. How a lot of times he got hurt. He was taking those huge swings, and his ankle would roll over. <laughs> like every swing, his ankle would roll all the way over. Uh, he swings so hard, he would hurt himself. Uh, his right. back, his shoulders. Married to the game. Love that. Yeah, guy. he's he's all in. He's hundred percent every play. I tell people I don't know. I've never covered anybody that hated losing any more than Andrelton Simmons. Mm. Damn, that dude hated losing. Yeah. After the game when he lost, he was just pissed. He didn't care how he did. He was pissed if they lost the game, <laughs> like a regular season game. He was pissed. He's probably used to it by now. Been in the Angels. <laughs> yeah, he got used to it in a hurry out there. Yeah. Man, <laughs> Trout told him. Easy, dude. We're yeah. going to lose about 80 or 90 of these. <laughs> yeah. We've got a really good team, and it's not going to win. Sorry. <laughs> they got to get, they got to build a team around Trout, man. They got to get, they got to get him to the postseason. It's yeah. going to help when Pujols' money's off the books. That's going to help. Yeah. Perry, Perry's going to do a good job out there. Perry's a good baseball man. He'll he, surround himself with good guys, too. Did, did the Braves uh, hire an assistant GM yet? They're not going to. And then, they not only didn't hire one, they lost another one because Perry hired one away. Damn. Uh, so I should send my application to Alex, you think? Send it to him. Yeah. They lost their analytics guy, though, uh, Alex Tamman. Uh, Perry hired him. 
Okay. But they still got Parray, the other guy, analytics. But they cut back so much analytics, they were probably looking for a way to drop some of those salaries, you know, when they yeah. laid off or, or, or didn't renew a lot of contracts. But uh, Willie, you know Willie, Rick Williams? Yeah. Perry hired him too. All right. So, so there's some openings. There's See, some openings. Move to Atlanta. Huh? <laughs> move to Atlanta, big fella. Oh, and uh, Dom Cheedy. Give me a job first, Moilo. He hired Dom Cheedy too. Dom's good. Dom's Three good. guys. Wow, okay. And and so far the Braves haven't replaced any of them, and I don't know if they will. Dom's role had been reduced last year anyway. So, And Willie was like a pro scout, you know, a special assistant. West Coast. They're phasing them out too. Yeah. I mean, yep. watch it on TV and get the numbers from the from the track man. That's yeah, that, 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 that service that they all use. Mm. Yeah. Hookers are us. Yeah, there's still something about seeing a guy in person. Absolutely. You know? Talking there's to a still, guy, talking to his teammates, that kind oh, of thing. Oh, you can have – and that's the thing too is guys get called up during the season, and as a guy that's been in the league for a while, Moylo could say the same thing. You can look a rookie in the eye day one. And you got about a 90% shot of projecting whether they're going to be any good or not. <laughs> Without knowing anything about him, I can have a yeah. conversation with a guy and he's going back to AAA in a week or this guy's ready. You know, just mentally, you can read yeah. a lot just by interacting with guys. There's a lot to that. I agree. There And that, and Charlie's in the 10%. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, and yeah. I don't know now. You know, if I interact with Charlie now, he's probably – Different even, guy. Even – you know, I've seen his interviews and stuff now, and, yep. and he's got a sense of calm to him, yep. even in interviews, that's that's pretty reassuring. But you have a rookie come up, and, you know, they can't even sit still, and they're just – you could tell they're overwhelmed just walking yeah. through the clubhouse, and you're like, shit, you get this guy in front of 50,000, he's going to melt down. He was overwhelmed you know? back then. He was like, had all shucks, and she yeah. was Mr. N- a nice kid, but just overwhelmed. Yep. And now he's and now he's calm, but not overwhelmed yep. at all. He's probably accepted no. who like, he is. He, looks he probably like, knows who he is. Yeah. He's yeah. like that Charlie's dad now <laughs> when yeah. you're talking to him on the video. <laughs> Pretty much, I'm looking yeah. back at who I was. You know, he's had four kids since he left here. He's had I'm how many? He's had four kids since he left here. When in 06, 07, 08, and I was a douchebag. Like, yeah. I, I, I didn't like <laughs> I was who same I was. Way. No. <laughs> but people change, man. No, and there's a difference between being a douchebag and being scared. You know, you can, yeah. you can come up and you know, not – you weren't a douchebag with us, Moilo. Was that a fake? Was that an act? You no, were entertaining us? no. I, when I say douchebag, you, you were know, funny. I just, <laughs> I didn't let the fact that I'd never <laughs> been in a big ass club, big league clubhouse, phase me and change the way that I was going to act. Because I was twenty seven and I was, right. I was a rookie, and getting rookie hazed wasn't something that I was willing to accept. Yeah, but that's why. That's and you know that's part of why you probably stuck around. You know that mindset. Mm-hmm. Not being intimidated. You wouldn't have to worry about that no, now. No, it's gone. But I think that was another yeah. thing that – that was a big hurdle for guys that used to get called up was yeah. you just get shit on every day. and and yeah. Don't you think it crushed oh, some of them? Uh, some yeah. of them. Some of them back? Man, that was Mike probably – it was harder to be in the clubhouse than it was yeah. out on the field for me. My first couple of years yeah, in Seattle. Yeah, that's too bad. But I think, I think Mike Miner could have, could have done some, some really cool things in Atlanta had he felt comfortable at any stage. But, um, you know, but, it was – that was just he was a big number one. He's like the big pick, and, and yeah, he came in with the Hummer. He found it. 
He came in with a Hummer on 70-inch wheels and was sitting on the couch when Chipper was sitting on the floor, man. He had a target on his back. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't know, man. Nah, he didn't know. I get it. And some guys just just don't respond, especially this the younger generation, the players that's coming up now. I learned that, too. They don't respond to you screaming at them and being a dick to them. You have to kind of befriend them and earn their trust and and finesse that relationship a little bit more. And then – once they know you love them, you know, they'll do anything for you. But th- that was a transition yeah. to the game. I think, you know, that's that's helped a lot of guys in the last probably five, yeah. ten years. Well, yeah. the Braves with Freddie and Nick and a couple other guys made this conscious decision a couple of years ago when they knew Acuna and that whole crew was coming up. They knew they were going to need about eight of those guys to play yeah. well. And it was going to be uh, self-defeating. Uh, it's going to be a, against their own interest to haze like they normally would and all that and mm. make those guys feel uncomfortable. So they made a decision at before spring training that all those guys make them feel comfortable and everything. And I know talent is the most important thing, obviously, but those guys have seemed comfortable since the day they got here. Yeah. And I think it really helped them. I think it affected some of those pitchers, especially. Well, there's, they had a lot of those pitchers really pitch well. Early you see, on. you know, like the, the, Tim Anderson is that his name to get the shortstop for Chicago. There's yeah. there's something about you know being yourself and being free and moving like you want to and whatever having fun and all that. That yeah, I mean, honestly, you move different. You you feel different. You you're looser out there. Your movements are actually different when you're when you're comfortable. And when you can't get comfortable, man, you clam up. It's so hard to throw strikes or, or do certain things on a baseball field. I think it was just pressure guys didn't need, but it was also a way for older players to keep the game a little older, you know, make it harder on the young guys yeah. to come take their jobs. Yeah. And you know what, you know what name springs to mind when I think about that is Yunel Escobar. Oh, he was, from the minute he got here, he was just basically thrown into a, Nope, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Everything about him knows was so much. No good. Right. Whereas now I feel he like got, if he, he comes got better. up now, he'd be, he'd be, he'd be a superstar. He'd be like, Oh, look at this. Guy. Oh, look at yeah. how he plays. Look at how, he'd be Javier he look at how, how much fun he's having. Yeah, exactly. You think it maybe helped him his his attitude worsened his attitude? Oh a yeah. Bit? yeah, yeah, yeah. Became a little bit. Well, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I think Moilo kind of did it too, but I was pumped Esky up because I wanted him laying out in the hole for me in the seventh and eighth yeah. inning. And it, you know, it wasn't my place to really. If he did something wrong, it wasn't my role to to get on him. But if if you were on his side and made an effort to say hi to him and and tell him how awesome he is every day, the guy'd lay his yeah. he'd lay out for you. But yeah. it, it yep. was kind of like if you were on his ass, he was going to hate you. And it, yep. it, there was really no yep. in-between, um, especially for if, you, and he, if you're a white guy too. you know, It was a little tougher to get in there with him. But once you got in there, man, it was it, you were just like any yeah. other teammate. And he'd escaped yeah. Cuba. <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> I don't think he came over here looking to get, looking to yeah. get hazed. Yeah. Right? yeah. Stop doing jumping no jacks in the on-deck circle. No shit. Like, stop whistling. We don't want to hear you whistling. Listen, motherfucker. I just can't. I just swam from Cuba. You can tell me I can't whistle. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. It's like I'm free, man. I'm fucking whistling. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But man, if you look at the number of pitchers they've had come up in the last three, four years, that from the minute they got here, were like, whoa. You know, Soroka, Mm -hmm. Ian Anderson. I mean, there's mm-hmm. two right there. Max Freed, when he came up, made that start at uh, Wrigley Field on a Sunday, his first start, Sunday mm-hmm. afternoon, pissed his ass off. But like Soroka and, and, and Ian <laughs> Anderson, they look like veterans from the time. Now, I don't know. Maybe they would have anyway, even if they'd have got They're pretty special guys, but yeah, I think it could have messed yeah, with special them. special guys. I remember this one time, man, I was running in to close out a game in Baltimore. 
JJ Putz has got hurt and they put me in the closers role. And I was jogging in from the bullpen and Jose Lopez looked at me like, what the hell is this guy doing in the game for? I mean, he didn't hide his body language at all. I jogged <laughs> onto that mound and the, I mean, I, I, I'm ashamed to admit it, but it affected me. It, I, was, I mean, it hurt my confidence going to that game. Like this entire infield is looking at me like, I don't really, I don't know what we're doing here. Why Who this guy's this coming guy? in the game. You know, it's, it makes Who you, it makes this? you kind of <sighs> question yourself a little bit. <laughs> we're still in the game. What are you yeah. doing? Yeah. And he looked me dead in the eyes. Like, I don't want you in this game, man. You know, I don't know what we're doing. I mean, he didn't hide it one bit. And, you know, I mean, that type of stuff affects you, but having your teammates behind your back. And if a guy like Freddie's pumping you up or Nick Marcakis is telling you yeah. real positive stuff about yourself, you know, I mean, compliments yeah. can't come from a higher source when you're a young player than a, a big league vet. Yeah. And look at Acuna and Ozzy, how they acted when they got up yeah. here. I mean, if they would have been having guys shit on them, you know, when they got up here, that would have been tough to maintain those, those attitudes that they yeah. had. But instead they had guys like uh, Freddie and, and Nick telling them, just play hard and do whatever you yeah, want to do. Yeah, the only time Acuna got any shit was when he didn't run out a, a ball off the wall, right. and, it, and it cost right. the team. Only if it cost yeah, the right. team, and, you know, exactly. if you showboat and cost the team. But other than that, they pretty much just let them do what they want. They've never got no. on it for for pimping a home run, watching it, sure all it that. Out. You can't yeah, have yeah, a, exactly. You, you can't have a, a league motto of let the kids play when the average age is thirty six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, embracing let the kids play too can save you a lot of money. Yeah, younger oh, yeah. game. Yeah, no league doubt. minimum, baby. Let the kids let the kids get paid league minimum. Yeah, especially as they've kept the same system, which is a joke to have the same system when the league is skewing like two years yeah. younger. Mm-hmm. Yet there's still arbitration system hasn't changed, and there's still six years till free agency. Well, that's I, a whole lot. You got all these guys. Are getting gonna, to, yeah, that's these guys be, are getting to free agency at 29, 30 years old. Don't get me started. And they're not getting that. contracts anymore. It's going to be the ugliest. You know? Max Fried is going to be a thirty year old. Max Fried is going to get the free agency at like 30 years old. Yeah. You know, that's not right. And he's yeah. not going to get a contract because they're not giving big contracts to 30 year olds anymore. Dad, you're no. preaching the converted, my brother. Yeah. yeah, it's going to get. First thing they got to do is ugly. take a year off free agency. Yeah. They can start by going to five two years, years for our. Dave, why, yeah, why is it? Our... Let me ask you this question. Why is baseball the only league where the first three years of your career, you don't get paid what a yeah. big league person is supposed to get paid? Why are you and, relying? You can be the MVP for the first two years, and you're going to make five hundred and fifty thousand dollars. We had guaranteed and money. You know what? And ironically, it's also the only sport where you go through two, three years making nothing in the minor leagues yeah. before yeah. you get to that three years of making relatively nothing in the big leagues. Yeah. yeah. So, so if you're an athlete and you're in high school, you're a superstar athlete. You know you can be great in two or three different sports. You know, Kyler Murray. And you, people are explaining to you in baseball. It'll be five or six years before you make huge money in baseball, unless yeah. you've got you know the signing bonus. That's it. Colin or Murray you can go the, to the NBA yeah. and get our NFL and get thirty million guaranteed rookie contract. <laughs> yeah, he was never ever going to choose baseball because even if he plays five years in the NFL, there's still a chance. If he if he gets some swings in the off season, why not give it a go after? You're still a chance. Someone's going to give you a shot at twenty five. Right. That's you know, and you try, if you tried to explain to them that the average career in baseball is a lot longer and the contracts are guaranteed but still you're not going to overcome that the fact that you're not making money for five or six years that's, that's what like, guys are looking at when they're when they're 16 years yeah. old well two yeah. years in the minors if you know? you're awesome and then you get up to the big leagues you got to yeah. grind out three years there before you go to arb and make i'm a looking middle. at the nba lottery yeah. 
you know, the yeah. NBA lottery on TV and looking at the contracts those guys are getting, mm-hmm. you know, and the first rounders in the NFL. They're not looking at all the guys in the NFL whose careers only last three years. Yeah, but they're they also guys injuries. that are going to make an impact on the league right away too. So they're going to come in and yeah, make a difference. Whereas guys yeah. that usually sign, they go to the minor leagues to prove themselves. But once they get to the big leagues, they should be getting paid like big leaguers. Yeah, that's my point. I think it'll happen. Yeah, I think the, the leagues. Uh, I think the players are going to fight pretty hard for faster you know to make your money faster in these yeah. next negotiations which are going to be disgusting after this uh after this oh, summer it's yeah, going to be can't, ugly i don't i'm, I'm going to stay in australia for those ones i think yeah it can't it can't be six years till free agency not when not when guys the average age has come down two years you know yeah there's hardly anybody that's there's hardly anybody getting big contracts over age 30 anymore mm. whereas used to a guy get a big contract at 31 32 yeah Get a big four-year contract yeah. still. That because that's how long now. it took to get there. Yeah. Yeah, that ain't happening now. And, and, yeah, well, because Max, Max Fried so will be lucky if he gets one out. big contract. You know, Max Fried's going to be lucky if he gets one big four-year contract. Yeah. But he's not going to get the Cole, Garrett Cole deal, you know, something like that. Half that. Cole's 28, yeah. 29? How old was he? Yeah, he, he got there pretty young. He got the free agency, I think, at 28. Pretty young, but I mean, if he wasn't a superstar, he wouldn't have got a huge. No, no, it's definitely changed. So. Yep. Yeah. All right, boys. Well, right. I know we've kept Pete. Not like Pete has anything else to do. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm not going anywhere. You guys have to kick me off this shit. <laughs> How's your room there at the uh, Hilton? You're at the Hilton. It's a showy room. It's Where small, but it's 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 a it's a nice it's a typical nice hotel room. Um, Could have put you in a suite, man. That would have made a big difference. So. Uh, apparently, you don't have any pole over when you there. Have, Been gone too long. When you no no zero. When you have a uh, when you have a, a, a family, they put you in the the suites hotel. So I mean, understandably, you don't want to be uh-huh. stuck in a room this size with two kids running around. So um, they yeah. put them in the in the suites with with families. And I mean, I'm, I'm look. I've got a bed. I've got a shower. I've got a TV. I yeah. got my iPad. I don't need a lot else. Uh, the. Uh, y- is your coffee shop still open in uh what yeah that's in Melbourne? We survived. You're doing all right? You, you got through the pandemic? Good. We survived the pandemic. Um my the guy that I'm in there with, you know, did things like would run down to the to the uh fruit and vegetable markets and make up baskets of fruit and vegetables so that people could drive past on their way home and he'd he'd throw these baskets yeah, of smart. vegetables so they didn't have to go shopping and like make yeah. up meal meal big meal plans and like he was he was yeah. amazing, amazing through this whole thing. And uh, so much so that we're actually going to shut down, give them uh, a nice little vacation over Christmas. So um, they worked their asses off for the for the last three months trying to keep this thing afloat. So we're going to re- reward them with a bit of time off over Christmas. Yeah, a lot of restaurants and and shops have been doing that. You know, selling other stuff yeah. besides. Uh, yeah. Good business owner, Moilo. Yeah, you know, just trying to <laughs> trying to grind it out, mate. Trying to grind it out. We actually turned it into. My sister owns a nursery here in in Melbourne too. So we. We started having because we were lacking a bit of greenery in the place, so we started bringing in plants from my sister's nursery and, and selling them as well. So we sort of turned into a cafe green nursery <laughs> slash, and it's it's the perfect. We can do your dry cleaning if you want. You know, we can have a massage parlor in the back too. We're just trying to find ways to work. You know, whatever you're going to do, it's like having a clubby. <laughs> your clubby shop. So when does your season start, Moilo? 18th of December. What? How long is the season? 26 games. That's it. That's it. Fourteen days of quarantine for twenty six games for two months. We Damn. only play on the weekends. Oh, I got you. Yeah, I got you. Yeah. Are you Are you going to pitch or just coach? 
I uh, haven't decided yet. I'm definitely going to coach, but I, I haven't I haven't picked up a baseball since March. So, you know, if, if somehow I've managed to repair everything in my shoulder, then we'll see what happens, but I don't think so. Yeah, it's just kind of hard to stay in shape in the in the room there, right? <laughs> ah, you tell me, mate. Check these out. My bad. What, what about the players who have to quarantine? What are they doing to stay? Are they throwing against Drive the wall in the room? There's a There's been a couple of um, mattresses that have been blown up from heavy ah, balls. And, um, yeah, I but, bet. Uh, but well, but uh, a lot of guys will have about two weeks once they get out just to make sure that they – and we've got enough right. pitching that, that we can you – know, I'm not going to expect guys to go nine innings from, from day one, but um, by the time yeah. the season finishes in, in uh, end of January, early February, we start playoffs and, and uh, yeah, they'll be ready. What's your team, the Melbourne – The Melbourne Aces. Aces. Yeah, we actually uh, – we're going to be – I need a uh, Melbourne Aces cap, dude. A lot, a lot of our games are going to be streamed on on YouTube this year. So, really, fun. yeah. You're gonna get, you need to get ejected from one. Let us know when. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> get tossed in the first ejection. the first, first ball of the game. Yeah. First bad call. Yeah. You guys got to tune in. More or less, going to first get at bat. Do the do the Eddie Perez. <laughs> Both ways. First pitch of the game. <laughs> All uh, right. Well, we've rambled long enough, fellas. Uh, We'll have Moylo on again, hopefully, yeah. to update us on how the winter ball season is going in uh, Australia. Yeah. It's going to cost you this time. Cool. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for being on with us. Anytime, boys. You know that. 755 is real. We're out. Let me just take a quick photo so I can put it on Twitter. Got nothing else to do. Nice. <laughs> Thank you.